So it's uh, episode number 76 and it's me, Gary Parsons, and of course the Prof, Carl Roy. Hello again. It's uh, Monthly Madness and we're still sponsored by Penny Hill Cario su- supplying all these gorgeous beers. We're on the Brahma today and it's early on a Sunday so we're going to uh, have a few gargles and it's um, Ken O'Man and Dean Kelly. Say hello lads. Hello. Good to meet you. Delighted. How much of Blues do you know? Oh, it's lovely. The drink's even better, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, what do you think all the memorabilia on the walls are there somewhere, I reckon? Ah, uh, it's cold, isn't it? Yeah. Not the same. Proper. Proper. Yeah. So last month uh, we had a team going on because we had two postmen who played in the left flank of Milltown. That was John Cody and Kevin Brady. So this month it's about the fact that it's been seven years since Rovers won the league title. <coughs> the last time we did was a 2-1 win at UCD and both of these men scored that day. So Ken and Dean. Another link as well. You're both fingers. Can't go I was lined up after you. I was <laughs> two fingers men as well. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, well, glass never can go. That's the ghost trying to say we're from Kimage. Kimage, yeah. And uh, Ken, you started out at River Mills. So tell yeah. us how you ended up being brought to balls by Pete Man in the summer. Tell us that one. Ended up. We, I was at River Mount, we, had a, we actually had a good, we good River Mount, we were in the top top league at the time, and Belvo was the team to be um, when, I was, when I was coming up. Um, got lanced at Trials, and Pete was the manager, and we had Eddie Wallace, and um, ended up doing a few trials, got into the Leinster team, it was the time Belvo had, <laughs> Wes O'Hillahan was there, and he was in the Leinster team as well. There was a load of very good players. So what age were you at, at this stage? I was 16, I was right. at the time. And uh, done well. I was, um, playing for everyone, we were in a good side. It was a good league, actually. Went in with Leinster, um, done really well. And then I remember we went to Germany, came back, and Brian Kerr had, was the manager of the underage setup at the time. He was <coughs> under 17 manager at the time and he was missing a few centre-halves and Pete put me name forward to him and he ended up getting a cap against, I think it was against France. It was a friendly game. And then from then, kind of, Pete kind of obviously took a liking to me then and then when he went in as a... I kind of gave up football for about, from about 16 to... I missed out on... I got, I got a trial when I played for Ireland. I went out to Spurs and I went to Sheffield Wednesday and it didn't work out. I came back and I just said uh, I gave up football for a year and literally I um, went down was watching Bowers I think Roddy was what Roddy was managing at the time Roddy left <laughs> P came in and then I got, just got a phone call from P and he asked me would I come down and I said he said what are you doing I said I'm doing nothing he says would you want to come down like I was think I was walking in Silver Quinn and Finglas at the time uh, I was only left skilled and then he rang me he says do you want to come down the fast course and do all that so went down Done the fast course and that the one where you play ball every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally one. signed up like and it was he literally 
he uh, for two weeks into that he played a game so he came you come back in with the force team now like so that was that was the way it went. It's strange that uh, you, you actually gave up football considering you'd just come back from trials. Usually, like yeah. you'd be held in high esteem there. Yeah, you were, but to be honest, you, I went out and got I got a groin injury after the second day, and then at that age, I think that's a it's an age where I think sixteen, seventeen for young players, you you find like up to fifteen, everyone's dedicated and that, and then. 16, 17 comes in, you know. If you haven't gone away, it's kind of like if that. If you haven't gone it? away, then but then you're becoming, a, say, you're becoming a young adult and you're finding you're women and <laughs> drink, <laughs> and, and, that's the, and that's the truth of it. Like, and you'll find that in a lot of underage clubs, like lads, <coughs> even they could be great players, they'd still they'd kind of maybe go off and do other things, like, you know what I mean? So, kind of just got a little bit of, got fed up with football at that stage, and then I like, just kind of went away. But then I was lucky enough, Pete rang me to bring me back in, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, Pete, I have to thank Pete for that. Like, I actually only, I only, I was in town the other day, and I pulled up, and he was beside me. Pete was in the car, just like, in the gym, and fingers. Yeah, seen I like, pulled up and seen him there. Like, so yeah, have he to still thank does Pete. a bit. Does I have seen Pete in the gym and fingers yeah, yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah. So I have to thank Pete for that. Yeah. So uh, Stephen Kenny is obviously in the news at the moment. He's just been appointed Ireland one twenty one's manager, and he'll take over from Mick McCarthy in the senior job after Euro 2020. So, Ken, you played under Kenny yeah. at three different clubs, starting with balls in 2001. He's only about 30 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Management's the time. So, what do you remember about him when he I first was, came in? It was the same thing. Well, I remember what happened with Pete was, Pete took me, because the first cars and the, the first team trained together in the Alts at the time. So, I got taken from the, I was in the first, so I went in and trained with the first team. But when Pete had left, Balls that time we went back in with the fast car, so he said, Luke Stevens, and then managed to run that in with the I'm on with the fast cars. So I remember Stephen came in, and then I took, I went back in to the fast, and then I played. He came out, he was always watching, like Stephen always went and watched the, the 21s play at the time. We had the 20, he always went and watched the 21s. So I played about, he came out and watched two games, and he says, I say, I heard you were in the fourth team before, like, this is what wants to come back in and train. So again, like, I've Stephen the tank as well, he was the kind of, he, he gave me a bit more of a chance then, like when he came in, and there was a couple of injuries, and he just gave me a chance. Like, and to be fair, I have him, and he's another one I had to thank because he he had a, he had more belief in in me than I had in my own self. Like, you know what I mean? At times, like, so he's great to work with, especially with you. I think he'll do a good job where he's at the going into like, especially with younger players. Like, he's. Really do you think he'll focus? Do you think he'll give League of World players a chance? He has to, yeah. yeah. I think he will. I think. Do you think that's the focus? Do you think he's that's that's I, what they want to focus on? Yeah, well, like it's. What's sickening you is you see these lads playing for the likes of right like Dund- Dundalk or whatever, like when Andy Boyle and what was the, what was the other fella that went over? Uh, Hogan went over. Yeah, they're only over there a wet day and all of a sudden they're yeah. getting called into the Ireland team. Like, you're not that much better than one month, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous. Like, it's happened ways, multiple like, it's, times. It's yeah. happened a lot of times, yeah. and that's ridiculous. So, I think in that respect, I think if if he sees players, yeah, of course, I think he'd give them more of a chance than anyone else, you know what I mean? Because he knows the league inside and out. Like, That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. As much stick as we do give Kenny on this show, he you does know. know the league. Yeah. I'd say a hundred times and more than that King or ever knew it. You know things, things didn't work out for Steve and that Rovers, but there was a, in my eyes, there was a kind of a reason for that. And that was because of the European adventure we went on that time. Like, you know, we end up, when we were all still playing, other teams were finished and other teams were signing players from within the league Yeah, we we were kind of in like, Should we he were didn't know where Michael, Michael yeah, was Michael was still here he didn't know he was going so when Stephen got the job it's like the last week of December he, yeah. all the players that all the players that he would have known in the league were gone so Should he we, we signed our board signed I think Gary McKay back 
a couple of other players signed as well. Back. Yeah, they signed you back. Yeah. There was no manager, and we were getting we're signing yeah. players yeah. back, weren't we? Yeah. So it's very hard to attract players. I suppose it was kind of no one knew what was going to happen. We didn't even know what was going to happen, no. didn't we? No, no we, we didn't. kind of didn't know who was going to take over or but what he, was going to happen. Like. He had the team that he had, and that was it, really. Yeah, wasn't it? and then there was and then there was other players that were kind of. This, we didn't know who was staying, who was going. It was kind of a bit, even though it was great at the time, we didn't know what was going to happen the following year, but we weren't really worrying about it because we were it. Some players didn't take to him either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, talk about Dino. Dino, you bring on your career at Talker Rovers. Is that where you started at, let's say, like real underage level? Like, no, we started where Kent started. I started at Rivermount. Yeah. And then I moved on to Wefty, to Finglish United now, and um, was there for, Jesus, a number of years. Um, moved on to talk about Overstein. I was in the first team when I was 17. And did you ever go any trials abroad? No, I had I had offers, but back then I, I just I had no interest, to be honest with you. Football wasn't my main focus back then, to be honest. <laughs> I was reading an interview he did uh, showing that your your commitment wasn't the best. No. Talga manager literally had to drag you out of the bed on Saturday mornings. Yeah, well, my brother would have been the, the captain to talk uh, He was right back, and he'd literally have to come up and drag me out of like, <laughs> his own mother's house. Yeah. I'd say anyone else you'd have told him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, like I think it was a, I, at that level you used to play New Year's uh, Day in that morning just to get a game, just to keep the fitness up. Yeah. And I remember coming up to the, into the house and I was after being out all night training <laughs> and he came in and dragged me out of bed and we won 3-1 I, I got a hat-trick. So, half cut. Yeah, half <laughs> But um, Yeah, it copped on from then. And uh, 35 goals for Crumley United in the successful 2009-2010 season. Uh, joined the Charlie Cattle Cup that season? We won everything that season. Yeah. Because it wasn't anything. Uh, it you missed 14 months. weeks with a knee injury. Yeah. Did, uh, did Martin Lockman still make you pay subs? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. But, he, but he paid me tolls to come <laughs> yeah, on over. That's it. There was, there's always a break right yeah. here, isn't there? Um, and uh, you worked as a builder for the Dublin City Council while you were playing as an amateur as well. Yeah. That's, you've scrapped that, have you? No, I'm still there. You're still there? Still yeah. there. There's well, a, bit of a, fucking, a, break. a bit of damp here in this. Can you saw it? Yeah, yeah. Mike, give me a phone call. <laughs> yeah, wrong the call there. And at uh, the age of 25, your performance has led to a trial at Old Athletic where boss Paul Dickoff was impressed enough to have you a six-month contract. So <coughs> tell us a bit about that move. Um, yeah, I was playing for Crumlin at the time. We were playing on the Ireland Amateurs team and it came up that we were playing the actual Ireland team and we played up in Malahoyet and I got man of the match in that game, played well and we, I think we were beating 3-0 three, three I think it was but I played really well and there was a few scouts there had an offer from Sheffield United and Oldham went over to Oldham and we played um, Burnley and I played the first half and I scored and it was 1-0 at half time he took me off at half time offered me a contract at half time yeah so that's where it went from there, just straight away I signed there and then. And uh, the what about the the whole setup where you lived and things like that? Did you enjoy it as an as an overall? Yeah, obviously? it was great. I lived in um, Dennis Irwin's house. Well, look, that's where he started off. Um, it was literally right beside the stadium. Um, it was a three bedroom house. Now the lads came on trial. They'd stay with me. It's like a digs. Yeah, it was like a digs, but it was they gave it to me. I had a permanent, but lads would come in and stay, you know. But yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. And in your time at Boundary Park, you made fifteen competitive appearances and scored one goal in a four-two win over Plymouth Argyle. What was it like playing in front of the fans? What was the attendances like? Yeah, it was good. Like I think, um, I think that day there would have been around five and a half thousand. That was usually what it'd be. But like if you had the likes of um, who was in the league then Southampton, you'd have there could be thirty thousand. Yeah. You know, it was like that. Some weeks twenty-five, but. Mm. 
Most weeks it was around five, you know, but um, yeah, it was good today. I scored a nice header today, diving header, but that was my only goal. But <laughs> I think most managers seen me, I had a bit of pace and he played me. I was a centre forward, but I play on the right and the left. It was probably the same at Rovers. I probably played more Ken on the on the right as well, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, For Rovers, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. More of a nuisance more than that, yeah. you say that. Yeah. But uh, Ken, well, we have to give a shout out just to uh, Terry Doran. Probably one of the few fans who supports both Rovers and Old. Yeah, cousins dozens. Cousins dozens, yeah. So <laughs> many of them. He's a fan of you anyway, so yeah. yeah so he'd be happy with the Jack Bourne signing now. Um yeah, so Ken, how do you look back on your two spells at Bowles, winning a couple of league titles and an FAI Cup there? Yeah, I had I had three there's three stints at three clubs I had and I was lucky enough to be involved in the in the, the successful times. I look back <coughs> at the time. Before I started out at Bowles obviously there was a change in management after Stephen left the Gareth Farley came in that didn't work out like didn't couldn't wait kind of to get out of there and then Stephen took me back up to Derry had great success up there and Derry it was a good, great 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 place to be in great times up there then moved down back down to Bowes and we had success there like um, always a couple of leagues couple of cups Done one's unlucky in the Euro uh, Champions League when we got knocked out there against Salzburg. We were kind of a couple of minutes away from Rossi, there, wasn't it? Yeah, we were. The couple, slip. It was a same kind of backhanded mix up between Rossi and. Morgan. I remember watching on the telly thinking these Rossi's going yeah, through. Yeah, we were, we were, we were lucky enough. And then, so when we got to Rovers, <coughs> Tala was kind of taken off at the time. I think it was in their second. What season was that in? Second, like, second season, season, wasn't it? Yeah. You could see it was just get, after getting, he just yeah, lost the league. Yeah, it was taking momentum. Like so, it was a great place to come across. Like it was obviously <coughs> going to be hard. Like coming from Bowles to Rovers, like you're obviously going to kind of take a bit of flack. Like if you don't put in for performances or whatever, you're going to you're going to get it more than anyone else. Like so, but to be fair, like the team you are in and Mike O'Neill as a manager as. As far as managers go, Michael had it all, like you know what I mean. And then the team we had was excellent. And then just the run in Europe was just to be fair, like you don't, you, you take it for granted at the time. I mean, not yeah. that you take it for granted, but you kind of don't think about Nobody it. Knows what you're doing, like. It's only when you take you take a step back after it all, and you realise that even when we won the league that night, like yeah. it, it was just it's it was crazy, it, it yeah. crazy. Like you go to like I can't remember ever playing UCD and having a bleeding easy game. Like for, yeah. they were always up that game every time yeah. we played us, yeah. like. And to win it the way we won it, like in the last minute as well. Oh, if you could, if, you could, if we went out and bet them three or four nil, the celebrations wouldn't have been half as good. Like you yeah. know, what the I mean? Peter wasn't in Tally. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because the next the place the next, was jammed, but yeah. it just still wasn't. Didn't it, look great. It did, it? Yeah, and then the next week, sure, it was all over. And yeah, I think we had Galway, and it was kind of yeah. it was a nothing yeah, kind yeah, of game. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? But I have to say now, yeah, look back now. At the time, you don't look, you don't take, you couldn't not that you take for granted. We don't really think much of it. But when you look back, you go, I, I was just, I was lucky to be involved with. A very good team, like a very good manager as well, like you know. We have a couple of questions for fans as well. Paulo Dwyer, he says, uh, "What did you find <coughs> different between the Bowles team that won the league in 2008-2009 and the Hoop side that won back-to-back titles 2010, 2011? If anything, <laughs> both teams had. I remember the midfield partnership from Bowles was was very good. De- but, Deegan yeah. and Keegan. Yeah, yeah. But so was so was our midfield. So that was him. Like when you look at back Turner, at uh, you look yeah, back at Tony, like, Chrissy Turner. He was quality. Was quality. Like, people like strong, Chrissy had it all. Like, yeah. Chrissy yeah. had it all. Like you know what I mean. Like I think Chrissy could have played at a higher level as well. Yeah, like definitely. and I have to say now, both feet yeah. he, could help. Is he's the strongest he, person. Yeah. And like when you look back, and then you, I, I compare him. Like him and Kego would be like probably similar, but. 
Christian Turner like get more goals though yeah, than Ken yeah. Keogh would. Like, I think we signed him off the back of a scar and a spree. He was scoring for fun for Dundalk. Yeah, but his left penalties, but left foot, right foot, fucking from yeah. distance, like no problem. Like to be honest, with you, I could, I wouldn't say, I couldn't say what team would be better because when I actually look back now, a goal like. Either side, if the, when we played, it was always close. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. There wasn't really much in it. Like you know what I mean. Apart from sometimes like twi- Twiggy. Like I remember towards a, a kind of a, towards a, a couple of latter la- games. I remember Pat would probably say me wherever Twiggy goes, can you go with him? Because Shelley, I would then cover me. Like you know what I mean. That's what I always remember. Like if you could, if you could keep Twiggy quiet in a game yeah. there's a good chance but it's that type of Twiggy's in the box and if you just switch off for a split second the ball land at his feet and it, it wouldn't even be it'd just be a side foot into the corner or yeah, something yeah. do you know what I mean like so I, I actually couldn't even split the teams because both teams were just both, both teams were excellent and all the players to be fair were all excellent and uh, we Paul he asked did Ken uh, what did Ken find different about Mick O'Neill and Nutsy's management styles at both clubs Jeez, yeah um to be fair, I enjoy playing for both for both of them. I have to say, D- different as in. Geez. Well, let's say what what was what was Mick O'Neill's outstanding attribute? What 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 do you think? I you know what Mick O'Neill impressed me, and it's not it's not, it's no it's no um, secret. It's because he's done with Northern Ireland. <coughs> was is able to read the games when we were playing. Remember when we were playing in Europe? He actually could watch teams, figure out before, the before, before, the before, before games. Game? Yeah, yeah. He knew. Every player, what are you doing? Yeah, like, it was brilliant. Like that. we were in that Copenhagen game. I always remember he watched them and he said, "When they when they go on the attack, right, they're two centre half stay, they're sitting midfielder stays, but they're two they're two full backs." Bomb. You were playing out with the right yeah. dad, remember? <laughs> and you were But he says, "Once you win the ball back, the wings is where we get at them." And I swear to God, didn't we have a chance out yeah. in Copenhagen? Every was it you or, or, I had or it. I, 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 at the back post? Yeah, I had a, and then the Billy as well. Billy, Billy, Billy as well. Had Billy had great inches. Yeah. And I remember every time we won the ball back, if we went look for him, I look for Billy on the right. Acres of space, like yeah. acres, and he was just as in depth like, to, to be able to pick out. And every every was not Copenhagen. It was if you were playing, yeah. like, someone in the lower leagues, like he knew everything. Yeah, he just know how to go about. Getting at teams and whatnot, so he had a good, a good uh, knowledge in that way. And then obviously his hard one. And then Nutty was the same. Nutty was like work hard. Like I tell you, I was probably never the fittest that I was yeah. when I was with with on that Pat. Like Pat was just like fitness was yeah. And it'd be like that. You get to nil all in games, and then you yeah, yeah. Your fitness to get you through. Just keep, if we were nil all at seventy minutes, you knew it's the four like, fours. Like, there's a chance we're gonna we're gonna yeah. <laughs> the pitch the four fours. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you had the misfortune of losing the league twice on goal difference with Derry in 2006 and Bowes in 2010. It was uh, out of your hands, really. So a horrible way to do it, wasn't it? Yeah. I was, the the Derry one was missing out on the treble, actually. That was would, have been, would have been a treble because we won the League Cup and the FAI Cup. And what killed us was we ended up going on a run in Europe and that kind of caught up with us at the end because I remember Shells were playing one game a week and we were fitting in two games a week. And Bray came up and I swear to God, I'll never forget this, Ray came up and played five at the back. I don't even know what they were doing. <laughs> Big Foxy, the centre forward, was yeah. playing centre half. He was, and he played five at the back. And we missed the we missed the penalty. That was kind of where we kind of parked the bus. Yeah, he parked the bus that time. <coughs> so, yeah, losing the league that kind of eats away when you lose it on a goal difference. There's, there's nothing worse, like you know what I mean. Do you think that a league should be decided on a goal difference? Do you think there's an alternative to <sighs> the playoff? There's. I don't think there is an alternative. I think at the end of the day. 
if you score more goals, you're the better team. Exactly. Yeah, I think it, come, it comes down to that. Like, I, I think balls had a better defensive record than us. 2010, we scored more goals, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. was it? Yeah, yeah, I remember the 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the, the like 20 odd conceded. I think it was a 20 goals, something like that. It was something to do with, we'd done really well defensively, but scoring goals, like you just, it's. I don't know. It's hard to say what to, what, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. But I, I think after a whole season, it kind of tells, like you know what I mean. But it is hard to be honest with you. It is hard to lose on goal difference. Stuff, to be it's it's like a, there was a debate whether they should bring in a European uh, playoff, which I think is bollocks as well. I mean, if you come, let's say second or third or fourth, a fourth place team can just have a playoff with the set with the second place team. Even mm, could be twenty points clear. Could be twenty points clear. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. At no, all. no, 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 no. It's not fair. No. Uh, we got a lot of questions. We, we, we've interviewed players before about that uh, 2010 season, but we never got the balls perspective before. So, going back to the Sporting Fingo game, I think you were watching on TV when Rovers lost 2 1. Yeah. Delayed goals. Yeah. Then you had to go into the Galway game. Like, what was the mentality of the balls team? Did you think Rovers had let us slip? We've won now. No, Jason Malloy? No, I couldn't. You couldn't believe. There was like he's twelve points clear that one side, wasn't it? Or wasn't it? Was it? Was it? Was it, was it something? Something? It wasn't. Something. I think it was twelve. But it well, was, that was. It was good. It was a good. It was, it was a nice was, seven or eight. Yeah. Least, yeah. He's yeah. a good bit ahead. I remember watching it, and then I think we played Pat's earlier on that day. We got a. We got a win, and then I remember coming home and watching the game, and all of a sudden, like he was where. I think he was a battering them. One day low, we were, I think he yeah. was absolutely battering them. Missed the, I missed walk- the penalty, torn or missed the penalty? Penalty, that's right. I remember walking. In. I remember walking in and watching, sitting down with me down. We were watching the game, and I was like, oh, "Hang on a minute!" And then, what? Who was it? Was a the Crowy? The Crowy? Crowy got the goal. That and then one was a deflection, and it went. It was a shot from distance. I hit. Was it Ado? And then Al Manis was left like flat footed and he couldn't do anything about it. Was I think there was the one goal I'm thinking of was Ado. It was he should have just cleared it, and he just fell. And then Crow just went in and scored, and I've never heard a Thales so silent. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Like, we, I remember when you, when that happened, like, you're kind of thinking, right, there's a, cha- there's a bit more belief, but down in Galway, we didn't perform, and I think I gave away a penalty. I actually, to be honest, I'm not being funny with you, but I kind of, I probably had one of my. I probably had one of my worst games that day, and that's the, and that's the no, no. I remember looking at that score and laughing, thinking, how are Galway? Yeah, yeah I think, to be honest with you, I think, I think we. On a personal level, I think I, I, I didn't. As a team, we didn't perform well, but I certainly didn't didn't have a good game that day. Like you know, they were a major bogey side for you guys too. Right? Galway, Galway were Galway. Yeah. I remember um, UCD and Galway were and Galway were always a bogey side for us. When I was at Bowls, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but I remember at Rovers, UCD used to always give us give us a game. Like you, you'd watch them the week before and you'd be letting in goals for fun all of a sudden they'd turn up the talent and they're leading like Man United knocking <laughs> it about you know what I mean you're going what's going on here but uh, yeah that was yeah that was kind of hard and then we played Dundalk in the last game and to be honest with you Paddy Madden had a fistful of leading chances you know what, we, could have, we could have 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 won that game we need to win that game 5-0 or something and we yeah. were and we, we had the chances and we we had the chances unfortunately we didn't put them away that game like but we had the chances that game Oi, we actually could have because you, you only drew one all if we had a took our chance in that game we actually could have won that I game met him. Yeah, I yeah. met him about a week after that right in an eye club and I, I said to him James Paddy fair play to <laughs> he helped us win the league and he goes I played my balls he goes I oh, know <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes what's in, what's in my bank account I he's got he went on then to have a to be fair he, he, but he was only he was only like eight, what, he must have been he was 19 he was definitely no more he, he was a teenager he's with, 
he was only 19 he's he only learned goals in English football yeah. there was a lot of I think that the other thing it would like, be unfair like because there was a lot of pressure on him like he was leading he, he ended up taking over like Pat was playing him then he was getting a good run out like you know what I mean so, so and then look where he's gone he went out end the ball in England he, he made a good career for himself yeah, as well like you know what I mean so yeah. but uh, we've got a lot of questions sent in to us about a certain Gary Twig goal on the Sunday afternoon and tell uh, you were a bit late today. I think that you're still spinning, bro. Ah, <laughs> that, that's the only time. That's the only time I think I've ever been embarrassed. I, do you know you, someone's trying to make a feel out of you? I think that was the only one. I think, like, that's I, the, I think we have a. I think that's it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I remember he he went one way, then he came back to that, and I knew he was going back to the way, and I think I ended up on my arse. Yeah. I knew what was going to happen, and then. But to be honest with you, John, I'm not taking all the blame on it. The shot, the, the shot wasn't great. It wasn't a great. It finish. wasn't a fucking great no, shot. No, I'm not taking it. Yeah, was it Brian Murphy and goal or Brian Murphy? I think it was Brian. I think it was Brian and goal. Yeah. yeah. I'm not taking all the flack on that. I didn't think the shot was great now, but to be honest, he did leave me on my arse. I think he ended up. Did he get a suspension for that? For that celebration, he ran over to the balls fans, the one, yeah. and then he goes, "Fuck this," and then ran over to us. It was the longest celebration I ever. But then I would always remember that. Bottles, that. coins, lighters, yeah. everything coming out. I remember out. after that, though, I said, next time we play in here, I ain't giving him a minute. Get a I ain't giving him a minute. <laughs> and that, that's when, like, Pat was like, when he, we were playing them, you just, you just, wherever he goes, you can, I know, I'd, oh, that, that was Follow me. Follow oh, that, 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 that was me all day. Once he gave you a job like that, I was like, happy days. Like. <laughs> and uh, Glenn Dunn asked, did you have to think too long about signing for overs so you wouldn't have to play against them again? That, no, no, Jesus. Michael O'Neill, Michael O'Neill asked you to come and play for hours. What was happening with balls and that? Like was balls was, fall, was falling apart at the time. I remember, like we we weren't even getting paid towards the end of this, the season. Was, we knew something was up. Like and then Michael O'Neill came knocking, and then when you see what was happening over at Rovers, like with the new stadium and the way things were going, like Jesus, just like. <laughs> Couldn't say no. It's an operator, like you know what I mean. I know people go on crossing over the border between balls and hours, but. When you just want to play football, you kind of you go if you're getting offered to go to a, one of the best clubs in the country, you go. It yeah. doesn't. It, there's nothing that comes into it. Like you don't think about anything else but just playing. Do you know what I mean? Was he the toughest striker you ever played against, or is there anyone else that pops into your head? <coughs> I never found. I never found Twiggy. <laughs> I never found Twiggy like a battle. I just found Twiggy. If you switched off for a second in the box, yeah, I completely. It was mentally. Yeah. It was mentally. Did you ever see him score a goal outside the box? No. Yeah, no. It was that, but a couple of lobs. Yeah, yeah. Couple, that's all he ever scored. It was never yeah. power strikes. Everything, everything was a side for Twiggy. Yeah. So with, with Twiggy was it was never going to be a battle because he, he'd be moaning and whinging. If like we'd be going up and heading the ball, and he'd be like oh, he'd be turning around. He'd be just he'd be constantly <laughs> nagging at the ref. I always remember. It. But see, when the ball came into the box, if you weren't switched on with Twiggy. He'd just pull off for about, he'd get a yard or two and I'd be a finish. So it, it was more mentally tough than anything else with, with Twiggy, you know. Yeah, it was never, yeah, you're right about that. It was never a real battle. Like, he wouldn't be elbowing you. No, 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 he he, He'd lose you more than Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But that's why he, his positioning was good and his finishing was excellent. His finishing was excellent. So, and the body is signed at the start of 2011. So, Dean, how's the move come about for you? Then? How did that come about, yeah? I think I was 11. Um, went, went to Oldham. And before I went, I was up training, doing pre-season with Rovers. Right. And how did that come about? Who, who gave you the call for that? Um, I don't know. It was Michael was on to me. Like, but yeah. I don't know who was on to Michael, but when he came to watch a match or not, but right. I ended up training up in, where was it? Enfield, was it? Yeah, yeah, right down there, yeah. Enfield, and um, I'd done the whole pre-season, and he was asking me to sign, and the Oldham team came in, and I said, listen, I'm going to have to give it a go in England, see what happens. But 
he was keeping tabs on me over yeah. there, you know. I think Jerry Taggart was a friend of his. I think he played with was a Leicester, I think together. I'd Jerry say Taggart. he was looking at you thinking, right, he, he, he'd be over and back. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take he, did, he did, he did hundred percent he did because Jerry Taggart was taught me, oh over this and over that over there. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. must be talking to Michael on there. So literally the week I was coming back he was ringing me. So when I came back I signed straight or over straight away. Yeah, so you made your debut on the opening day of the season, the three one win over Dundalk and Talent. Dino, you got your fourth goal 10 days later away to Lisbon Distillery. It's a talented cup along with Kieran Kalouf and Carl Shepard. Um, <coughs> tell us a bit about that. Do you remember the day? Yeah, the fourth yeah I remember it well. Yeah. Um, I remember it was a mud bath down there the other day. Um, I remember, I think he played the three of us, me, Kilduff and I think Shepard. So you would have been on the right or, or yeah, left? I think, yeah, and Kilduff was in the middle. Mm. But um, I think the three of us scored. But it was always, it was always Twiggy and it was always us three battling for it. For a place, so I think, I think Shep had a great year that year. Yeah, he did. That's did he, he I heard that him. he he grilled them about his heading ability. Was no. that true? Did you ever hear about that one, Michael? And he went on to score something like ten headers that season. Apparently, he said, "Listen, you're fucking shy. Your heading is brilliant. You have to improve on it." Someone, someone told me that somewhere along the line. Yeah, you could have done it in private. Yeah, yeah. He didn't score in that back header against Bowles as well. Do you remember that one? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. it was super. <laughs> 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 just shave it, Carl. Um, yeah, Killian Fitzgerald. He said, "What the can't think of his chant? He's green. He's white. He looks like Jesus Christ." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 it. Yeah, it's true. I enjoyed that. Then I, I got the stage. I said, "I have to get rid of this bleeding band. The bleeding stage is." We also we also had a uh, kennel man as Lord. Yeah, his Lord. Yeah. No, I, I was just lucky in the way it, it kind of. I got off to a good start with Rovers. We just happened to be we got we we started well that season. So then every kind of, everything kind of just took shape. Then you know you knew you knew things were going to happen that year because once you get a good start, that's the that's the main thing. Like you know what I mean. I remember always any time one of one of the league, it's important to get that good. So I can't remember ever having a bad start to the league and then picking her up towards the end. It was always you get a good you're gonna get a good start to the league, then it's gonna drop off a little bit. Which has been one of Rover's problems recently is a bad you know, start. Well, I, I think you struggle. That. If you get a bad start, it's very hard to pull it back like, you know, because you yeah, are gonna yeah. have a dip. We had a bit do we do we even have a dip that oh. year? I think we were just oh. even every time we came back from a European game we were we went down one we the changing the team up a bit yeah, we were looking we, we, had a, we had a lot of strength and depth yeah, as well definitely. Like, we definitely did have a lot of strength and depth like, the bench was ridiculous yeah. I think Bocker said to us one time as well uh, I was asking him about I think it was Juve and he was dying to get on he was saying put me on Gaffer I have to he had a good chance on. in that game yeah, actually the, he felt the, the rain the box, the, the out there and he just went out there. smash it and it went over yeah. and he was saying uh, he said he said, "I can't put John. Want you for balls when I come when we come mm. home." So we had one eye on the balls game. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I give, give a story that. about something like that. Canada. I played in every game in the Santa Cup. Was that that the still was game? Was the Santa Cup? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I played in every game, and I think I scored nearly every game. I'd say there was three, three rounds to the final. Was it something like that? Yeah, that was, yeah. I, I scored in every game. I think, and came to the final. Didn't put me in the squad. In the squad. Didn't put me in the squad. I turned up. Gary O'Neill was saying to me all the way over in the car, 100% you're starting, you haven't scored in every game, yeah. it's the final, you're going to play it. Like, I was buzzing for the game, didn't call me name, it wasn't even the squad. That's very so I went to him the next day in training, I said, Michael, what's going on? Like, I scored in every game. He said, listen, we're playing, I don't know who it was next week, you're starting. 
and he played me the next week. Yeah. So you couldn't say that then. Yeah, no. yeah. He was good. He had good man management. Yeah. Italy, Italy. Yeah. He, 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 he could get annoyed. Like, leave me out, but then he'd, he'd tell you, like, I want you for this. He'd always tell you, though, would he? Yeah, I know. You, you would. You, I'd say he knew not, you were coming up to him. You, don't, you wouldn't well, go I at him. I couldn't believe it. Like, I'd say he knew you were going to come up to him. He's like, listen, yeah. stand next week. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't go at him. When he picks a team, you don't go at him, Dennis. The next day, you leave it to like. But, I, but in that Rovers team, I always remember. Everyone played our part that year. There yeah. wasn't, I remember, because there was me, Sibby and Dan competing yeah. and we all got fair crack. Like, if I was out through injury and Dan and Sibby were playing well, I, you yeah. can't go out to him and say, look, you, know, you just have to, you waste your time. Yeah, but yeah. then, when one, of the, when one of them lads got injured or something, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Then you step in and if you're doing well, they had to wait their turn. So everyone, I think yeah. everyone got a fair kind yeah, of, yeah. Like, a, like a fair crack of the whip and then, you know, that was probably the best part of his man management skills as well. Was yeah, good, that's like, what, you know. once again, back to Bocker, that's what Bocker said. So yeah. He managed him. He said, no other manager could do what they did with him. Mm. <laughs> He'd keep the lid on him. But that uh, Satanic final game you're talking about, I thought <coughs> you were dropped as well for that game, Ken. Because you watched the players come out and he's known for his long the skin hair. Head, yeah. I'm looking, wait, there's two centre-halves both with short we hair. We were going, who the fuck is that? So what yeah, prompted the this monk decision? Out, you I know, the CV man goes, he's kind of make out between you and CV, I don't know who's here, what's yeah. the <laughs> So what prompted the decision then, the haircut? I, no, I just had oh, enough of that. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having to put a hairband on and getting to me, like, I, you know, I had to put something back, I was like, and I couldn't just tie it back, I was like, oh, here, i got to do something now, like, before this gets out of hand. So, was yeah. this before or after the Italian game? Did it rub off on your deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, it was one of them things, you have to do it when you like, grow your hair and shave your head, so I don't yeah. vote, so that's yeah. it, I'm done. <laughs> right, so we beat Florida Talon in the Champions League and put in a good defensive display in Copenhagen in the first leg, but it came at a price because you ended up buying the team bus on crutches mm. that night. You picked up a knee injury that kept you out for months. Yeah. So, yeah, you were actually having a good game before that kicked off as well. So, tell us about the injury. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember it. Tackle. I remember it well. Like, I Coming remember. together. Yeah, it was, a, it was one of them ones where... They, they actually had a guy wearing a band as well, didn't they? Was it Balanos? Mm. Yeah, Costa Rican. Yeah, was that yeah, him? yeah, 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 yeah. Costa Rican. He was wearing a well better than I was. He's the tight, the tan, and all he had. He was, <laughs> but I remember we were doing we done so well all in Copenhagen. We were really, yeah. we were really, st- we were really in it. Like mm-hmm. we got them in with a, 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 I think it was a header. We could see it right at the start, um, and we were doing well. And it was, a, it was, a, it was one of them with the ball. I think. A, it fell to your man and your man was going to pull the trigger from just outside the box and I, I remember flying across and just I, I had my leg out stretched like that but I was at coming sideways and he was coming full on and the two of us hit the ball like at the same like the two of us hit the ball at the same time but my knee just went and opened up and I remember jumping up to run and then as soon as I jumped up to run my knee just buckled from underneath me and then I just I remember after that then that was What was it, the like, actual injury? It was a uh, major. I don't know. So I knew it was a it was a two or three month job, and I was kind of just. Uh, it could have been a lot worse, though. In fairness, could, could have been a lot worse, but I was just kind of. It was. I was devastated after that, like to miss out on the next game, like because we'd done so well. But Dan came in, and Dan was Dan done excellent. Then, like you know what I mean, and. I was just I got good rehab and I was lucky enough I was able to make it back for the Europa League. But to be honest, you watching the games from that point on, and especially like I didn't even I didn't even travel to over to Belgrade at all. Yeah. I didn't travel because I was I was that once I get injured, 
if I'm watching games, it's it's just hard to watch. Like you know what I mean. You want the lads to do well, but at the same time you're sitting there <coughs> and going, I can't I can't watch this. Like you know what I mean. So. So tell us about the dressing room before the Champions League games, like in Florida, Tallinn, and, and Copenhagen. What was it like? What was the was there speeches? Was there Flinny? Flinny, Flinny, Flinny doing his raps. Flinny's <laughs> Flin- 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 an avid listener. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the way games? I tell you, you done a rap about me. About, <laughs> I, went, I went missing for the when I was with Pats and he was there. And it was the FAI Cup final, and I had a fight with Buckle. Oh, hold on, is this when you threatened to break and pull his finger off? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> pull his finger off. We were, yeah, we were, we were told that. Uh, Fellini actually says this. He says, ask him when he, but, he said he pulled his fingers off. He, he wrote a song about it. Yeah. They were on the bus on the way and someone recorded and sent it to me. But it was something about me going missing for the cup final. I missed that cup final over it. But he, asked, he actually went back after that. Back with Bucko? Yeah, after threatening out. to yeah. pull his fingers yeah. off. That was good reason for it. They were right in my face. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it was obvious, but it was. Well, no, you're talking about like about the before the games. That was a, a bit of emotion that game because um, Copenhagen or Florida, Florida because great crowd team, as well uh, over there. McManus was leaving. Yeah, Al. Yeah. So Al, after the right. game, yeah, yeah, we all yeah. jumped on him after after the, the whistle. Yeah, that's right. Al was leaving. That was, Al, last it was a great crowd, wasn't it? Great crowd. That was great. Great crowd. We played very well. It was. It was, it was great, a lot, wasn't it? It was a great night after as well. It was that that was a, there was some support that I think I think the fan I think the pub's done like a month's work in two or three days. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah you actually got you had to go off and get a drink. Yeah, yeah, man. You had the Irish bar and have a beer. See what we'd normally do is we'd get in touch with a bar beforehand and we say listen there's going to be 300 sure. of us do, do, do us a deal run to, didn't he run to another pub and ask for cash <laughs> oh yeah running out again that was a great was great. I'd say well, that was a, that was great like the, the Florida talent and then but before every every game like we just that was a more realistic opportunity to go through so I'd say did, did Michael O'Neill's talks differ as let's say the Florida talent one it was a really realistic chance that we beat them and go through but with the Copenhagen one it was a little bit of a Oh, open yeah. standard so did he change up his team talks or the way no, he spoke no I don't think so I think we always we, to be, that's one thing we always had a game plan to stick to yeah. so we all, it wasn't like oh, yeah, we're going out here trying to wing it we're going to just go out here and, and sit back and don't get me wrong you have to rise your luck you, no matter like, even that Bel, even the Belgrade game if you watch that Belgrade I remember because I, I was sitting in the stand watching the fourth leg we could have been 4-0 down before game yeah but then all of a sudden we were 1-0 down Thing Kilduff flicked was it Kilduff flicked it on? They, they couldn't they couldn't oh, handle the shot and Shep ran in. Yeah, is this the force of the second leg? The, the force, the force, the, the, the force, the, the home, the home. Uh, no, the, oh, the home. The goal we got. Are we talking about the goal or are we talking about chances? The goal. The, the I think goal. it was. Um, Gary McKay just made a little run, didn't he? Yeah, I think and it was a little yeah. one two, and then he went by two players and then just slotted it home. It was yeah. fucking stunning goals. Yeah, one, one of the most it. underrated goals in Rovers history, I yeah. think. Yeah. People don't talk about it. You mentioned what? O'Neill's game plans though. Was he pulling his hair up because so many times in that campaign we conceded early? Yeah. You mentioned Copenhagen, Ruben Kazan. Yeah, as far as you kind of you, you, you don't want to concede early, but sometimes you just got to roll with it, like you know what I mean, and then try and get it back. But obviously, it's try and keep it tight for as long as you can, like you know. But I, I would say at times you probably was pulling his hair out, you know what I mean. But one thing we always had it was a game plan going into it, so I suppose his team talks never changed really, like you know what I mean. But as you say, like there is there is games whether you like it or not, you go in and you, you have that bit more belief, like you know, you don't go into bleeding playing against Spurs going yeah we can do this like, you know what I mean yeah. like, you, you know, being realistic about what you go you go in and you go we'll do our best here we won't make it we don't want to make it we won't make it feel to ourselves yeah, we'll yeah. do our best but as you say with Florida talent and all you're going into the game going 
we can win this. We could do this. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Dino, you played in all four of the Champions League games against uh, Florida Talent, Copenhagen, starting three of them. <coughs> great experience. And, but how frustrating was it to miss the rest of the European run because of the groin injury? That was injury? the worst thing in my life. Yeah. Honestly, was. And as Ken says, like you get, I had the option to travel. I was like, no, no way. And see, the thing is with groin injuries as well, it's... You can, get in, you, can, yeah. you can get an injection with like calves or I did like I got I had injections I done injections but was that the tell. groin injury or was that something else yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no the groin injury was, it was horrible because I watched all the games at home and I say all you want to do was Break be there heart. you know broke my heart to do it because I, I barely made it back for the end of the season yeah. they scored it, that goal against UCD I barely made it back for that game was up with two, three games left. Another thing is that a common. You're yeah. both coming back from injury that yeah. night. Yeah, Did you yeah. still have Obviously a bit of a legal? hundred percent. Like I, I bullshit Michael O'Neill. Like I, I was like wasn't ready to play. Like wasn't yeah. ready to play. And it was uh, Jim Jim that was like put Dino on, put Dino. No, on. I was in Jim's ear all night. Gary O'Neill was like he's putting you on. He's putting you on. I know he is. I told him. But uh, it, was, it was nearly a flip of a coin, I think, between me and Gar that night. And uh, I was in James here, get me on. But um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was horrendous enough missing them games. Because as you said, I think it was a three and four I played. Yeah. And then we qualified and it was like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. And all it was, it was, we were playing at home. Can't remember how it was. It was in the league. I ran down the wing and I, cr- I crossed the ball. And I looked around saying, he was kind of kicking me. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not the way. It was just the groin was completely gone. It just snapped it completely. It wasn't completely gone. It was gone bad. It was, I think it, there was a name for it at the time. We were saying Gilmore's groin and yeah, yeah. all this. It was ridiculous <laughs> bleeding names for it. But it was more in the, in the stomach. Up so it's like your car. So yeah, there's nothing you could do there, yeah. No, there's nothing you could do. It was a long, long recovery back. So, so uh, then you came back around November time. Yeah, I, I just about made it back. I remember... I, I remember I was rehabbing fine. Every day I was in with we had Fergal who was very good fit. He really knew me well. Like, he got me back like I was. It's hard watching the games, but you're kind of focusing right. As soon as he got that happened in Belgrade, I was like, "Jeez, I, you know where you're kind of thinking like the season's out, like your season's over now. I might make it back to the last couple of games." All of a sudden, it's like, "Shit, I've got something to focus on. We're going to be in the Europa League here. Like, there's doubt, like, and then you're." It, it, it brings you on even more. That's your motivation. Like, yeah, that's your motivation right there. Like, months you know there I mean? without a competitive <coughs> game because I think the season ended. Yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of October, and then Kazan away, which you scored in. Yeah, it was like a month later. And you're there, you're there, kind of yeah. like going. Just you use that as motivation for yourself. Like, but as even Dane said, it is hard when you're injured to watch. Like you know, as much as you want everyone to do well, but at the same time you're looking, you're wishing you're out there as well. Yeah. Like, you know, so. So what about your goal in uh, Russia? To be right, Russia, yeah, but I was, to be honest with you, I didn't get close enough for your man shot in the first goal, so I kind of felt that blame for the first goal that I get, like that they scored. So when I scored that goal, I was kind of like a made up for happy days, like, you know what I mean? But it was a. That was bleeding cold. And what was Russia like? That was bleeding. Did you see the lads all no tops on all the time? If we scored, they said they'd stripped it under. That was something else now, I have to say that that was. I had never. Don't call like that before, yeah. like that was another level. Like, was that where you ended up in a boat or something after the game? No, that was that was Belgrade. That was a super duck. Was oh, there, that, there's yeah. a great story. Apparently, that was the best night. Yeah, that was better than Talon night from what I heard. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be unbelievable because there was uh, there was a video of Super Doc. There was no Super Doc. 
the doctor had a little small for Oh, yeah, with the suitcase. There was a video of oh, yeah, the suitcase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We heard there's a nap and an orange in that suitcase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing in that suitcase. It just fell over one day. He knocked up the way. Half eaten apple just fell out. I remember the following year we were in the Europa League, he, he knocked up to the. To the oh. He goes, like, I. Give you some salt, but I'll give you this. I'll give you that. He knocked up the room. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in any bag. Well, apparently he was on a boat in Belgrade with a lot of models. Is he still going around? Or he, or no? I haven't seen him yeah. in a is year he, or two. To be honest, he's working with us last season. Is he? Yeah. yeah. All I remember was him he and Chrissy Dona. Yeah. Were you there for yeah. like, with him exactly. and Dona? I think he was. He was saying he was able to do. I don't know. Some he was doing some sort of self defence or something. So when I go, come Crap on, come on, then me go. He come on, turn up, put him on the ground. Turn up, put him on the ground. But he was on a boat full of supermodels, and someone videoed it. And I think someone showed Jim Magilton, and Jim Magilton showed the players before the Belgrade game. He said, "Listen, sometimes ah, people what... go above and beyond what they're not supposed to do." And then he yeah. showed Super Doc with all the supermodels. Everyone like fits that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Brilliant and I, he actually added to the 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 end of the way. Like, oh, big time, yeah. Yeah. So, but Russia. Yeah, back to Russia. What was it like in the lead up to the game? And was there anything that that stood out about about being in Russia as a playing a football match? Did you not just think and look around and go, "It's minus ten. I'm in Russia. What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's a bit of that. Like you kind of call Jay. You can't believe I here. Like you know what I mean. And then you're looking at. <laughs> I think we went out training, we went out on the pitch, like it was a big, it was an old kind of stadium, I remember it was just, it was like a, a big oval stadium, but all open air, and it's kind of, we went out and trained on the pit the, the night before, it's actually probably one of the best training sessions we had. What was the, sorry Ken, what was the best pitch, like as in stadium? Stadium, Wait, what, I, what, I suppose, I, 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 I didn't, obviously didn't go, but I, Copenhagen I, was unbelievable. Copenhagen was yeah, I didn't get to play in Whitehall and I would love that. I, oh, I, I, I literally playing. got back training the week before that game and I remember sitting on the bench behind the bench and I was going, I wish I was out there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But the, the likes of Pelk and that uh, Rube Kazan pitch, they were all real old stadiums. Yeah. Like, and really. Easter block. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember, the, the, what I remember was the dressing room was bacon. It was like a sauna in the dressing room. And then when you went outside, it was. I reckon that was a bit of a ploy. Yeah, I reckon that was. Uh, I remember you were sitting in the dressing room, going, "I'm like, I'm out here. Like, you know, <laughs> this is lovely in here." Then you walk out into that. And <laughs> but the only thing I, I remember, the, the reason why I was looking forward to real because Anne was obviously because your man with Femi Mans was yeah. was playing with top for them. So you like playing against like players yeah. that you've obviously it's watched. Quick, wasn't he? Yeah, quick and strong, like you know. Couldn't get over how small he was, like, and then yeah. when he jumps, he's like bleeding. Yeah. He's probably full. Yeah, <laughs> jumps, like. yeah. And the Pelk, one thing about Pelk, or what stood out for us, even in the home leg, was their fans. The fans, we were watching them for half the game because they had one guy with a megaphone. He didn't watch the game once. His mm. back was to the game the whole time, and they were doing the, the way they were moving. It was like they were like a, um, like a lot of was hypnotic, like a, like a swarm of boards. In the sky, the way they were, it was just hypnotic. You watch them go, these are fucking mental. I think they robbed the flag as well. They got Ting's flag, NY Hoops flag, remember? Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, he stuck over where the TVs were, but they, they robbed that on him. Yeah, they, got a, they had a few good chances. You could, you could actually. They had Sal Benitez, didn't they? He was, he was the kind of old lad. Uh, he yeah. scored two, I think. He played for, he was fun for Tafa Greece. Yeah, he was. I remember Sivy talking about him in the first leg. He scored a couple, didn't he? Sal Benitez in the first leg. Yeah. Good player. Sivy telling me, he says, every time. I went in to tackle him. 
he was gone behind me and when, by the time I turned around he's running like that celebrating he said every time I went in with him he dropped it off he turned and when, by the time I see if he got the turn around he's running away celebrating in the corner <laughs> but um, yeah so the, the quality of the, the group was it was a really uh, good yeah. quality group I even think like the, people think about like all the talks about sports like but like Pelk had a, had a great like a man Verena like he oh, was he was Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, he didn't even, he didn't he even was, get a game for Portugal. Yeah, he was super player. He was super, he was. He scored against, he scored a, a left foot strike outside the box over there, didn't he? Yeah, like him and your man Salvagidis and all. Like, that's, you're talking about the, that level of player. Like, and even, like, I think even on uh, Real Kazan, like, the, a lot of uh, South American internationals and all, you don't realise until you play against these teams. Like, yeah. I think Real Kazan, as, so, as a side, were probably more of a better well gel side than the likes of like you know like just drilled like yeah. you know what I mean so it's, it's hard to decide but you only realise like against the level you're against when you go when you play these games like you know the thing we had on all the other teams don't forget see the summer league we have that gives you a, a bit of an up yeah see time. because we're halfway yeah. through you're our season we're halfway through our season there only six weeks before you go but then when the, when the Europa League came round they're already halfway through their season so they've, yeah. they've kind of do you remember one of the Ruben Kazan goals? I think it was the fourth one. The ball was like was one or two feet over the line. It was gone. No, and no, they it, pulled it back and scored. It was gone. And now your man was standing and they looking had an at it. Your man was looking at it. So no. I was in line with it. I did, one of the fellas that ran in, I was there. Well I swear, I swear, it was well gone. Like, the problem was, is the line was like that. Uh, the fella standing behind the goal, he wasn't even looking at the ball, he was looking across the, the line of sight, like, so he's not even looking to see where the ball gone out, like, so that was well out, like, nice. definitely was. Oh, I not that I would have made much of a difference, but yeah. it still would have made a trade. <laughs> You're not going to get half of Russia. <laughs> yeah. But uh, off air, we brought up something to Dino, he got very passionate about it, and that was the dispute with goal at Daily Mount Park. Oh my god. The Who got the last one? It's still a garden as dirty as Twig's header, so. The only reason he got that, he ran straight in the dressing room, I don't know who. Makes the decisions on the goals. He was straight up to them. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, he's facing like the opposite way. All your head hits the ball. It's on me for it. Wouldn't be like Twiggy. No, probably, wouldn't getting, be. probably getting a fifty quid a goal or something. Yeah. Yeah. He must have been getting. If you look at the video back, I'm on the ground celebrating, getting up off the ground, and he's straight in the air. Did you score that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw you would have said that was mine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. definitely your one. Hundred percent, it's my goal. Hundred percent. We're, we're arguing about that right on the night. If you look at his back, yeah. he's facing the opposite way and it, he, he he doesn't get anything on it. It's straight on my forehead. <laughs> and he still says, I think his official record is 88 goals, so he'd tell you it's 89. Doesn't he? Oh, <laughs> some other I'm going to drop him a yeah. test draw or something. I don't know what it was. So uh, now we're going to talk about the famous night at UCD, October 25th, 2011. The game was initially down for a Monday, but it was postponed until the following night because of all the floodlights. Uh, Oh, flooding. flooding, yeah, across Dublin. So, uh, 85 millimetres, a month's volume of rain fell in just three hours. So, what was it like waiting to seal the title around and waiting for the news whether or not the match would go ahead? We'll go to you, Ken, first. Uh, just I remember, I remember obviously you kind of want to do it before the last game, finish the league off before you don't want to go into the last game of the season thinking, oh, we need to get, we need to win mm-hmm. this or whatever. I remember going out there, <coughs> knew I wasn't going to be starting. Knew, I knew I knew for the fact I wasn't gonna be standing but I just wanted us to try and get through and like get the get a win and go into the last game like so relaxed on that we won the league, like you know what I mean? You've but had a few tense last day. Few yeah, yeah so. then, you know when it get no when it goes down to the last day it's 
like nerves happen and you know what I mean there's a lot riding on the last game so to be able to go and finish the game in our own hands <coughs> on the second you know on the second last game of the season that's what you want to be in that position like you know what I mean the only thing is it was against UCD <laughs> that, that and they and they always were they always were yeah. a, a difficult proposition you know what I mean like so um, and then obviously then they were I don't think they were playing with any pressure at the time so it's easy when you're the team playing with pressure it's it's obviously you, you feel it but if you've no pressure on you you have a lot more freedom so you, you know what I mean so <coughs> that was the kind of that was what I was thinking it, it's obviously it could be a banana skin here tonight you know what I mean but we went out anyway and we, we, we done the job like you know so Dino you were saying that uh, you were struggling with injury was it debatable whether you were going to be in the squad or not? No I knew it was going to be in the squad I spoke to Michael that week but I was at the training well that week I, see I was fit but I could still feel yeah the pain in my stomach when I was striking the ball but that week I remember that week training like every training session was like a game for me I was trying to show Michael that I was ready so I had a chance even coming on I knew I was going to be playing because obviously I was only coming back from injury but yeah that week I was every day I was like coming off the pitch knackered after training because I wanted to show him you know but as Ken said I didn't want to go into the uh, Galway game because Every team that year was putting up against you at home. Yeah. Every team puts it up against Robbie. Yeah. Anyway, and at home, now. it was always like yeah. that. But it's the same again with Ken. The UCD, they were like Brazil at times ah, <laughs> when yeah. you played them up there. So it was, it was, it was a tough, tough game, wasn't it? it? Was that could have that. possibly been. They bet Villarreal in pre-season five mm. four or something like that. That could have been in and around that time. Yeah. And um, you mentioned the UCD always put up to us in games of battle. I have a bit of a stat about that. This game that we're talking about, we won the league. It was actually scored us for 68 minutes. Like, there was no goals until yeah. 68 minutes. And that season, we put six goals past them three times. Beat them 6 0, 6 0, 6 1, right? <laughs> but, one season? Yeah. Jesus. But they kept us scored us in all these games for a combined total of five hours Jeez. before all those goals. Yeah. So it was just five hours. A landslide. They kept us out. I used to find that when we played, we we played far far too. They always played three in the middle, and I always used to, we always used to give it give up possession of the ball to them. Like they had more possession, but when we got it, we had two up to we we we, yeah. we playing far far too. But to sometimes as I said, the players did really good players. The time when we go in playing against them, we always just seem to be knocking it about, and they're like, oh, you're kind of going like, what's the story with these? Like you know, what I mean? like, yeah, you're like, and people be like, I roll. We're supposed to, you're supposed to steam roll these. Like and, and, and obviously. The, as the game went on yeah you know what I mean but at the start of the game it didn't work out like that it was, it was kind of tentative like, you club know? games always seemed to open then yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and then, but, yeah. but then if you can see it against the likes of them then all of a sudden it becomes they can hold on to the ball yeah, then, yeah, that's yeah. it you know what I mean so. but you came on immediately after Civi was sent off and never a red card by the way no never a red card that was a tackle on the edge of the box wasn't it second yellow is that the is that, am I thinking of the right game second yellow and on the edge of the box I think they scored from the free kick Possible was a keyword. No, he didn't score yet. No, but it, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it was never. It was never a red. And I think it was Connolly who, who sent them off. And um, it was only your second appearance in four months, and he scored a header from an in-swinging Gary McCabe corner. So did you, <coughs> did you fancy yourself from set pieces? Yeah, with the with the, with the delivery, delivery we had, like I, I sh- fucking should have got more goals. Even though I had a good few assists, fucking Twiggy got a couple of goals on me just from heading it back across. Like yeah. you know what I mean? But. Um, Probably could have got more with the delivery we had. Like um, I think we always fancied it. Like Sibby 
Dan, all good headers of the ball. Do you know what I mean? We, I think we always kind of fancied if we got the ball into the area, we could do something. Even if it didn't score off at the initial header, the second balls and all, we 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 get something now. But like, you know what I mean? We felt like we were a threat. Like, you know, even like Chrissy Turner as well in the air. Like he was, he had a huge. What was the game? It was a Champions League game. He hit the bar. Copenhagen, that header, that was unreal header. That was yeah. That was unbelievable. We always kind of felt we we could do well in set pieces. Like, but I was just delighted to be honest with you when. I just remember getting across the front post and it was on my head. It was actually probably, when I remember I just, I'm, as soon as I met it, I knew straight away it was gone in. Oh, like, yeah, I yeah. knew straight away. Like, but then they equalised, didn't they? Straight away. About I think two, it was. It was right after quite it. Quite quick, like, you know what I mean? And then, we, and then it was getting like, because we were down, was like, we were down the man as well. Like, then we yeah. put the pressure on then towards the end. <coughs> Just talk about your celebration now because you went mad, like running all the way down the middle. Ah, was yeah. that like letting out yeah. frustration? Very, yeah, that's there? probably the most it was probably the most frustrating time. Like a frustrating time for me is like being when you're out so long and then you come back. Just to be able to help and and obviously prove prove your prove your worth again, like, you know, just to co- contribute to the to even though it was the end of the season, like just to be able to contribute after being out for so long. Just a lot of frustration to be honest with you. That's the way it was, like there was a lot of frustration in that. But yeah. You know, and then um, Dino, you you're taking credit for the decision to bring you on. You're yeah. in James here. Giving Mick on the audience. I was like, go up and put me on. Put me on. I was actually filming when uh, when Civi came off because that was a soap gone. Oh, you were taking. I was like, that's one, on yeah. that's yeah. one yeah. soap gone. <laughs> it was me. It was me. Gary O'Neill. Was I think Shep was Shep playing? Or was he on the bench? There was a lot. Was it was Shep or Kilduff? You know, there was uh, a lot of options there. And I was like, oh, this that's one so gone. I might get on. <laughs> no offense to Gary, but I think he only got like a couple of goals that season. He didn't yeah. score money so, for hours. I tell you something yeah. about Gary though. And kind of back me up here. As a centre forward playing with Gary O'Neill, he's probably the best centre forward I've played with. Everybody says that he's unbelievable because he gets you into like he he'll hold the ball up. He, you always know you're going to get loads of the ball off Gary you know yeah. but yeah he wouldn't we used to always say it's sticking in front of the back forward be grand he yeah. do a job like he gets got uh, a goal he's just other people don't realise that Gary 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 sacrificed himself for the team 100% he'd, he'd yeah be, he's, he's hold up he's, you, you find it hard to get a better lad to hold the only person I'd say who could hold the ball up as well as Gary was Neil Fenn yeah, super yeah, technique, hadn't he? Yeah, and Gary, because Gary's low centre of gravity, you get right, you couldn't get, you yeah. couldn't get around the ball. You'd have, have to foul him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He practiced it. Once he got the ball into him, you couldn't get around him to get it, and it was always in a layoff. To be fair, he was he was a very uh, selfless player. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? and then we do see the equalised through Robbie Benson. <laughs> Who else? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, if you look at the team that they had there yeah. at the time, it was very good. Like, they were just I think he banged one in top corner that, in Tala one time about 25-30 yards that season. Was it? I don't know. You he got, came a, on, you got came. a few goals for, for UCD. Ah, he's yeah. torn on our side. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just the 10 men as well uh, when Darren Meenan picked up his second yellow card. No surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Michael O'Neill rolled a dice and threw on an extra striker trying to get the winner. So enter Dean Kelly playing your first game since early August. So do you know Describe your 94th minute. Oh, crazy. I just remember. I remember it's the great uh, slow motion video out there. Have you seen yeah, it? I don't know if I've seen it. Ah, it's just on YouTube behind the goal. Behind the, the view from behind the goal. Well, I remember the, the, the crowd going, man, like just shoo, 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 like from anywhere. <laughs> and I think Stevie O'Donnell, was it? Stevie, Stevie O'Donnell. Stevie swung it in, yeah. 
He crumbled it. Well, it was a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like 100% was a shot. 100% was a shot. I think it was a pass now. No, I it was a shot. But I remember the video. I remember the ball was coming to me. Like, but I was only five yards out or something. But there was a person standing up. At the post, so I had, like, it was oh, like, remember, it bounced up, like, yeah, it did it bounce like, up, yeah. It I just got a hit again. I think you might be in at a bad angle, like, if I, I, I know, you, if it did come to me, you were at an it angle. Was, it was 50-50, whether that one went there. I'm so glad you were in. And this is a question for me now. When that ball was square to you, considering you could have been quite rusty and the pain in your stomach when the strike was ball, were you thinking, no, going in every time? Do you know what? It was in my head, right, just smashed this. But then I just got a glimpse of the person, or whoever it was, was just about two feet, three feet off the post. And I just just said, I'll just pass it. And I just, well, he only tapped it. It was, it was a tap. It was just a tap. Yeah. And it, it, it literally skinned off the bar and in. Yeah. So it was close. Like, <laughs> <laughs> squeaky bones on it. Well, as Ken said, coming back from injury, the celebration was ridiculous. Like, it was I'll like, never forget the it. celebration was right, Renner win the league here, but like, I'm after walking me balls off to get back here. Yeah. I'm begging Jim and Jim to put me yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Jim, get in here. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. being in the stand and I think I had my missus with me at the time and I went in and she, I was, I just went, fuck this. She got fucked out yeah. of the way straight onto the pitch and she well, was like, because I remember, I remember running over and Shep's trying to grab me and I off and top and you could see it was out for a few weeks. It's <laughs> a bit of flab there. <laughs> but uh, I ran off to the crowd, but I just remember rockets going off. And ah, was I was like, this is crazy. Was was big oil on and all. The whole it, was literally, it was literally over, wasn't yeah, it? it was good right Could, to win it. Yeah. I don't, you could go out and win three or four and allow that. It wouldn't have had the same uh, reactions like towards the end. Like, it was just like... Was the next day I was getting text messages all over the place. You need to get in the gym, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not well done and win the league or anything. <laughs> So even though you, you're claiming that Damien Park one, it was officially your your first yeah. league goal of the season. Yeah. So it's kind of mad that your first yeah, league goal was pretty frustrating. Yeah. The last minute to win a title. Yeah. But it was, uh, that's it means a lot more when, like, when it is a title, like because everyone always says it to you, you know, oh, you scored the winning goal. But for me, it was like just getting back from injury because to be honest with you, it was a stage where I thought this this isn't going away, and only for um, Doctor uh, Alan Alan Bourne. Yeah. Only for him, he, he was more like, you know, just talking to you, saying, listen, you're going to get through this, you'll be grand, you'll be grand. Giving you half-eaten apples. Out of yeah, you know, just, yeah. But, um, yeah, coming on to score, that was just probably the best moment of my career, yeah. Weird start about that season, actually. You scored exactly one goal yeah. in every competition. It was the league, every other cup, league cups. Yeah, and the cup. I remember the still that, the only yeah. one to do it, is it? In, every, yeah. in every competition? Yeah, it was the first since Alan Campbell. And the force to play for, I made a force to play consecutive for, was it like every Dublin team? Oh, I didn't know that one now before. Yeah, I think someone said it to me. I don't know whether it's true or not. Like Some, the first person yeah. to play for the four Dublin big Dublin teams, and I think Colin Hawkins played for all four. Yeah. Maybe not in a row. Yeah, he was in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, yeah, it annoyed me that because I, I didn't want it to be in a row. Believe me, there was um, in two thousand eleven. Michael was there. I signed back, and we went full time then. And I walked, so I had to leave. I had to get my contract cancelled. And then 2013, same again. Signed back. Yeah. And Stephen Kenny came in and went half nine training. Had to go, had to pack it in again. Yeah. So twice I signed back for overs. Really? And twice I, I had to leave. Oh, stories like that. Yeah. Twice I had to leave. But uh, actuartime.e, we're doing updates of the game, the UCD game, from uh, seven years ago. 
and I just remember reading this. Looking back now, this is, this is amazing. The reporter signed off his report with this. He says, no group of fans or any area of the country, no team ever deserves to win anything more than anybody else. Everybody tries, everybody tries really hard. Yet a tear might come to the eye of even the steadiest League of Ireland lover, as the Shamrock Rovers fans celebrate. This team is crazy good. They could have a B team in the top flight. He ended up being half right with that. Yeah, had a B team. <laughs> and now they've got loads of money from Europe. Oh my goodness. This is the dawning of the age of the Rovers. Jesus. Since he wrote that, and Rovers have only won a Satan, the Copa yeah. League Cup, and two Lancer Senior Cups. So it's just remarkable. We didn't kick that. on at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. And uh, were you disappointed to leave the club after that? Oh, killed me. Killed me. As I said, I was signing back and they went full time training. And it was just. What just way were they there. training at the time? We were training about half three, was it, Ken? It was awkward at the time. It was yeah, it was half three for the first time. I could have trained any time after 12, but I walked first thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I can't tell you, you can't give up your job for the League of Ireland. Enfield was a slow down to get down 45 minutes. Me, Ken. We'd have got Carrie O'Neill and Finna. Yeah, we'd have got Carrie. Any stories about Finna? There's not much about Finna, but he'd us all. Did you get invited to his wedding, did you? Because I didn't. I heard he's uh, fond of uh, shiny things now. See the reflection of himself already be fixing yeah, the hair. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he's, got, he's probably Ken, but I'll give him a few of them hair bands now. <laughs> <still enough. laughs> and uh, yeah, so half three, that's that's the way it was. So it was, it was every day, was it? It was every day, every day, and half three, and it was suited me perfect, you know. Yeah. But it's I think, hard I, I, think I was probably. Much, you were the only one. Yeah, there was only two of us, I think. Who else is what? Flinny. Flinny would have been more. Yeah, like very hard what we were doing to to have to have a job. At well, he was working for uh, Coke, Coke yeah, yeah. still is, yeah. And he was, he he could have done his deliveries around the time. I think yeah. he stayed, you know. But there's no way, like I walked with WC County. It was full. It was full on that year. That year was full on, like demanding yeah. time wise and all. Like, yeah. but it was in a, in a good way. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's. Mm. It was you were full on, time, like, but you weren't full time. Yeah, I was pretty much yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Stephen Kenny, he became a new manager and the 5 one defeat at Richmond Park on Go Friday is where it all started to go wrong. Killing your Brennan left foot, do you remember that? <laughs> Fuck's sake. And uh, you scored a consolation goal, Ken, and Dino, you came off the bench for Pats that day. So, uh, what, actually, let's let's see if you can give us a little bit of inside info. Who Did, did Kenny get locked out of the dressing room? Jeez, no idea, didn't he? Apparently, was Kenny was locked out of the dressing room by the players no, during the 5 one. That's the big debate there. That's all... This, nah, that that's how the story goes. Kick that the door through. It's even Kenny. If someone locked them out, I've nah. heard. I've heard differing views from good which, sources. Which so. match was that? Which the five one. We were hammered five oh, one. It's the one where it's the one where first one scored the lint. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Left full. Oh, that, yes, yeah. Kenny Brennan got got roasted at left full. He was he first scored two two goals. Scored a cross. Came in on his left foot and scored was left. No, there was no way someone remember that game. Someone who works for the club now, who was there that day in the tunnel, says, yeah, 100% happened. But then we've other sources, like the likes of... I think Stephen Rice said, no, it didn't happen. Stephen Rice, no. So someone being diplomatic To be honest, Joe, if if Rice had said it didn't happen, I don't remember that happening. That's just me. All I remember is you go in at halftime, I don't know what was going on. It was four and a half time, wasn't it? I was so, you're fuming. You're literally bullying. I was bullying because we we weren't... 
we were nowhere near at it. Like nowhere near. Don't get me wrong. Fires are scored. Of, we were on the comeback, weren't we? Was the only two, 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 two. I say, is other one. The other thing was, I remember Giff Fagan running, running. He ran towards. He running down the and he just literally side but he side healed and there was no one like I'd I'd run with I'd run with um get, and then he'd side and all of a sudden there's no one tracking and he's just run in and he's just Killian Brennan was, just, was up the yeah, pitch he just scooped it all by right, Oscar's head and you're going right this is and it just went for that was just that, that was that was horrible that was that was the famous goal wasn't it made soccer AM yeah, and all that yeah yeah I was horrible like I don't get me wrong get is well able to do that was a great goal but his first goal was bleeding Crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like at the same time, we were nowhere near at it. Like I think we were, the team was a bit. We were disjointed, definitely. There that season, we were yeah, definitely disjointed. That's what like, going on yeah, with you. We were disjointed. So what would you put it down to then? I mean, things went from bad to worse. Four 0 against Bowes, beaten by Cranus in the Champions League. Like, what, uh, we why were, didn't it work under Kenny? Do you think? I is I I Stephen. You can't just put all the blame on Stephen. You have to put it down to the players as well. Like there was. I don't think we weren't performing. There was lads not stepping up to the play, including lads that were already there, and then the lads who had come in as well were definitely not stepping up to the play as well. Like, do you know what I mean? There was a whole, there was a whole mix of it. Like, there's a lot of pressure put on that keeper. There was a, that year, wasn't there? Well, oh, massive, a lot of pressure put on the keeper. Young as well. We said we, and we we struggled. We struggled with the keeper. Right. If you don't have a, if you, I'm not being funny. I'm not going to put this on keepers. Like, but if you you've gone from having Al Mahanis, who right. I would regard as. I'd have the only person I'd have over Al Manis <laughs> would have been Big Fordy. Like, if I had it, I played under Big David Ford before and he was like Al. The only thing Fordy had over Al was probably his distribution, his kicking was a lot better, would, would have been about, but his presence and all. Al, Al made one mistake and it was that game up in Derry, I don't know if you remember it, he thought it was going out. Yeah. That's the first oh, time. That's the first yeah. time we've seen Al make a mistake in training and not, and that was it. Like That's the first <laughs> mistake he made. He was so professional. Well, he killed himself in training. We, we, couldn't, we didn't replace, we didn't replace, we didn't replace a, a commanding keeper from the start. We replaced him for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. We replaced him with himself he came back we haven't had a good keeper yeah. Yeah, 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 since yeah. Al yeah. then and he came back and right, right. And then we kind of went and then I was just, it just from one thing happened to another to another and it just went a snowball and then to be honest that was a hard that was a horrible year like you know what I mean I have to say since Michael I remember Michael O'Neill's speech there at the, the end of the year he was like I know we're doing well but don't take winning leagues for granted and blah, blah, blah. And he was, he was dead right, right yeah. like, you know what I mean and then we'd Ray, Ray had Peter say as well do you remember him yeah Ray had what, like, was, what was he like in we get it just debut away to the eventual champion Sligo. Yeah, it's a tiny thing again. Like it's very hard. To, like we, if you had the scenery Riyadh and all in training and all, you would have went, what? yeah, the, oh, gee, like yeah, looks this guy cool. looks incredible. Training and playing matches different, is just completely different. I, and that and that was what I was saying about when Kenyans had to go and get players, especially keepers. He was having to get keepers that he. Wouldn't have really not. You're quite yeah, a gone. Do yeah. I really know him? Like, and you're quite a get. Ari Oscar Janssen was what? Was a left field one, wasn't it? Like, Where did that come from? You know what I mean? Like, so mm. at the same time, like, you, if you know what you're getting, like, you're in the league, but there wasn't much going around at the time. I don't think because we lost most of our back five, didn't we? we lost Manus, Sullivan, Murray. Uh, I think someone else. Like a lot of the major right was going, going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was we just the players we lost, we never replaced. You know, in them in them respects as well. Mm. Like you know what I mean. So that was kind of that goes down to it, you know. But your last season was with us on the Trevor Crowley 2014 won three minor competitions. What was what was Crowley like as a manager? Yes, Trevor, and he came in like a, 
Now, Big J McGuinness says that he fell asleep once in his pre-match presentations. Spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> so he said the spreadsheets put him to bed. Yeah, well, Trevor, Trevor came in. When Trevor was there, I remember Trevor when I came in under Michael Trevor as a coach at the time. Like, and he was, he was a very good coach. He came in and he, he put his own spin on things. I, I felt like that. We came in, he had his own ideas of who he wanted to play. I didn't feel like I was going to be his first choice. I think he had Jay and Degsy was his first choice. But then through injuries, he, I ended up getting in and then doing well. Do you know what I mean? And I always kind of felt that I wasn't Trevor's first choice. So yeah. for me, I was kind of like, I, I think the captains he, got to, he gave it to Sully, who... <laughs> Sully is the worst person to get the captaincy. Hey, because he's a great lad and all, but he's always yeah. arguing. He's always arguing. The ref, him and referees, just yeah. do not get on. Like you know what I mean? You don't send off against. But to be fair, is yeah. I know what you meant with Sully it's because Sully was going to play every game. Yeah, Sully was yeah. at that time. Sully yeah. was the best right back in the country. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of knew my cards were marked with Trevor, like in that respect. But I ended up. I didn't enjoy that season. I don't think I was the only one that didn't enjoy that season. But it's not a reflection on Trevor. He had his ideas, and I had my, my ideas, and that we kind of just, you know what I mean. Have another uh, stat for you, Ken. Yeah. And that is, you've never lost a cup final. That is true. If I've been on your bench, <laughs> you've been involved in three FAI cup finals, yeah. three league cups, three Satana cups, three Dancer Senior cups, Jesus. and a President Cup. And you won them all. Yeah, Where's right. all the trophies? Where's all the medals? <laughs> all the medals. They're in the selling them. I have. I got home and I just put on the medals. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I actually. That's a. It's a. That's a start. I actually realised that. No, I'd be really proud of that. I am. Yeah. Anything. Any final I've ever been involved in, I haven't lost. I can't believe it. Like you know what I mean? It's. 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 It's a. It's a good start. Like so. Yeah. So. Get me in, get me in your team. <laughs> get in the cup point. Yeah, Sign me up and put me on your bench. <laughs> we hosted, we hosted our first tournament last year, and we had uh, the fifties, the thousand East Down five side, and we had it in the road song. We had Flinny was on our team. We had uh, Sully, Keep we had fighting. Fats. And we're looking for players, so we'll be keeping your numbers. Oh, yeah. It's good, Greg. It's good piss up as well. Afterwards, it was. Uh, we got to. I think we got to the quarters, didn't we? And then. Let's not yeah. talk about what happened. Cronin's team got to the got to the final as well. We lost it eventually. By the way, the complete opposite to you, uh, Colin Hawkins, won one out of seven finals. Yeah, and it was it, the bleeding FAI Super geez, Cup. That's horrible. Yeah, 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 super yeah, yeah. Cup. That's, that's, no one could care. That's a horrible. That's a horrible stat. But you left Robert so Pat's along with four other players. You Derek Foran, Conor McCormick, James Chambers. How good was he in his first couple of seasons at Rovers? James He's Chambers. Crazy. He was brilliant. And Mark Quigley. And uh, so talk a bit about that, the exodus for Pats. Just came about because I I didn't feel, obviously, I was in Trevor's plans. You know, and you kind of get that feeling that you, you're being overlooked, not overlooked, but you, you were never going to start. But I ended, I ended up doing all right for Trevor. I didn't fall out with Trevor, but I kind of thought ta- ta- my time was kind of, you know, when you get that feeling your time is up and you're, yeah. like, even, to our, even like, the, next, the following year, you're not going to be kept on anyway, so you're kind of thinking, do you know what, I tried to live in the summer, I asked him, could I go, and he was like, no, no, but that's only, the only reason why I think I was I was kept on was because the injuries, I think there was injuries to, right. to a few others, like, you know what I mean, but then, I left, to go to Pats then, Liam was on to me and then I just, obviously I felt there was a need for a change but um, Pats didn't go 
according to plan to be honest with you we how would you like Liam I, I, I picked I picked and he got I, all I, his fingers it was a different it was a different way of, Liam's way of managing was different it was probably Damar was fa- vastly different to what I've been used to do you really? know what I mean oh yeah he was more of a friendly type man. He's more laid back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably he was more like laid back. Probably more, you know. It was just completely like the coach to, to what you to what you to what you to what I was used to, you know, the kind of way. But well, I was got injuries. I wasn't fit, and it's just to be honest, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I knew myself like that was kind of going to be kind of be last year in League of Ireland, you know. I, it just didn't work out for me down at Pat. I done all right. In, we played the European game. Done all right in the European game, but. Between getting injuries and stuff and just not being fit, I don't, I don't think I played anywhere near the way I could have, you know. And uh, Dino, you were part of the Shelbourne team that was relegated in 2013, and we Pat Flynn the show before, he spoke about being a low moment of his career. Yeah. You feel the same way? Yeah, it was horrible, yeah. But it's, it's mad, like, in that, saying that, like, it was probably one of the, it's the most goals I scored, I think I scored 10 league goals that year. And again, played right, right wing, left wing, up front. I never, it was never... Just always up yeah. front, you know what I mean? So we was proud to score that many goals playing in all them positions, but we had a good side there. It just didn't work out. The lads got injured. Who was the guy for then? Who was the guy for then? Alan Matthews. Alan, Alan, Alan Matthews. Yeah. Alan Matthews, and he got the sack then, and Johnny McDonald. How did Finnegan on Alan Matthews? Um, I don't want to tell him when he started. No, but he, he gave out about me saying about the finger thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> he, he told Alan Matches he fathered him in the, <laughs> <laughs> him in the dressing room, <laughs> and, and he packed it. He, he literally got dressed while the team talk was going on and walked out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he had to go to work. And <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a crazy year because. Like, I don't know what Jesus, there was a few mad men there. Is he Newbridge, is it? Is he? he? I think he was for a bit, so yeah. Somebody, he's definitely not League of Ireland. I think he's in the Senior League now. But there was a few good players there, you know, towards that year. Um, so another question, this came in from our pal Merrill. Merrill, he's a uh, host What's the Story podcast, yeah. so check that out. He says, who's crazier, Bucker or Flinner? And do you have a story about each of them? So fight to the death, let's say. Well, I'll give you a story about... Finner already there about the dressing room incident, but Bogger and <laughs> Kenna backing up with Bogger's on a different level. <laughs> on a different level. I don't know whether you were on the trip, Ken. I don't know. No, I we, wasn't there. But was, I, 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 wasn't. I don't know which one. You never played with Bogger, did you? No, 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 no. I don't know which away trip it was, but it was, uh, <laughs> he went up to the, the manager's dressing room. I got the key somehow. Don't ask me how. And uh, he took pictures of the, the gaffer's suit. On, his, on the bed all laid out for the match the next day and he told the gaffer he had the suit in a text message I have your suit and I want a two year deal you never see the suit again <laughs> so that's only that's so only bad. a light story about one yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think you can tell the rest no. I don't think you can get him any more trouble no. he, to be so we'd probably he signed three players from that relegated Shells team he signed Bucker back he signed Rob Cornwall I don't know what you saw in Rob Cornwall and then he signed yourself then come back to Tala for a second spell were you delighted to get the call? Oh I was delighted I went, <coughs> actually rang and I went up the train that told you that time? Yeah went up done a bit of training I, I, I talked to him I said to him what way was the training going? I ended up signing but I, lo- I loved me time like out of all the teams I've been with Rovers has been the, the, been the most professional can isn't it? Rovers like for me it was and maybe you couldn't ask for anything from anyone Rovers you got everything but eh uh, yeah, Trev brought me back and I was delighted. And Trev, like, 
I don't know. People say he was a better coach, but he, uh, as a manager, but he's the best coach, isn't he? Ken? he was the best yeah, coach. He's, he's very good away. He's very. Yeah. He, he, if he's professional. That's the yeah. way. He and he knows how to speak to players and all. He's very good to speak players. Did you reckon that he needed someone else alongside Willem though? Yeah, I think he should have bring someone like who came in with him. John Gill was. There you go. We didn't even know who it was. Yeah, Gillow I mean, Gillow was is a nice bloke and all, but I think he should have bring in someone, yeah. Someone It was Hawkins before that, wasn't it? He was yeah. on Hawks two the B under team. Kenny. Hawks was on the B team. He went to the B team. He was the manager of the B team then. Yeah, so at one stage none of our uh other strikers were fired at all. We'd Zaid, Kildoff, Shepard, Tommy Stewart. I think you scored in back to back games against Bowles and Derry. Yeah. And uh, what was what was the do the strikers get on is that the way it is in the dressing room do strikers generally talk to each other I know the yeah, they do. exists yeah some people are different like, like I, I always like if I wasn't playing I'd always say to the strikers listen get yourself a goal best of luck and all some players aren't like that I wouldn't say many like Shep Shep would be more annoyed that he wasn't playing and he wouldn't speak to you yeah yeah Kilduff be straight over giving you a hug yeah, 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 come yeah. on get, get yourself a goal same way I would be I'd, come here I'd didn't play as much as I would have liked it when I was at Rovers. But I always made sure I went over to the strikes and said, come on, get yourself a goal. Mm. Shep never did that to me. Never. <laughs> um, Kilduff did. Eamon never. Never come over and said that to me either. I think they were more disappointed that they weren't playing. So. Oh, I can't imagine I can't imagine Zaid being that type of guy, no. to be honest now. Uh, thoughts on Trevor Crowley being replaced by Pat Fennan at the time. What did you think of that? Yeah, it was... The, the, the excitement around the club was crazy, wasn't it? Oh, right, same no, with us, we talk about Pat. It was crazy. Like, because yeah. I think I think that Pat Pat's been the show for a long time. It was, yeah. Seriously, he was just yeah. yeah. Obviously, and Pat's another one. Like you, when you talk about the likes of professionalism, Pat's another one who brings professional. And I think like the likes of Trevor and all that. I think everyone wants to do it the right way, and they, and these these people do do it the right way. There is no that's one thing. Whether you fall out with yeah. managers or what. They do things the right way, yeah. like and Pat would be another one by stickler for being professional, like you know what I mean. And there was a lot like that they've been calling for Pat for years. I was, su- I was surprised. Oh, they were chatting his name before. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at that now at all. Like you know what I mean. I think the I think when he was he was he become available. Did he become available or was he? He'd been with Hibs for a few years. Yeah, when he became available, I think, and then when things went going so well under Trevor, I think the writing is kind of coming on the wall, yeah. and you know the pressure's on then, like. If, if Pat comes available, then we're going to. We'd actually started well that season under. Well, when he under came Trevor. in, I remember yeah. his, his, well, it wasn't his fourth game. He came in, he was in the stand for the Derry game, and Finner scored, and I scored, and he came into the dressing room after, and the buzz was crazy around. Yeah. It really was the training that week was when he came in was crazy. Like we were all saying, right, we're going to kick on. What was the training like? What was Nutsy's training like? Very good. Like Nutsy be really involved when he can. Like he he, he could play he, himself. Though, yeah, he? yeah. He come in and he like he'd stop training. He go mad if it wasn't going right. Things like that. He really shock. Oh, he go mad. <laughs> Remember he broke his hand one time. I thought he, <laughs> he broke his he broke he broke his hand on the door. He was giving out the <laughs> to me at Jamie McGuinness in one of the games. And he punched the door and he I think he broke his wrist or something. <laughs> it wouldn't be like him. It's one thing he was a stick lad. I far like see fitness wise and see like I remember on that pat like like training be, be tougher than matches like yeah. the tackles you'd be, you'd be wearing your, you'd and he wear your, your, wear your shin pads and t- like he'd love lads yeah. getting lashed into each other in the training pitch <laughs> like not a bother like no problem whereas under Liam under Buckley he'd be like tippy tappy what, what are you doing what are you doing you know what I mean with Pat is like Michael was like that as well yeah, because yeah. I remember a story with uh, me and Tona me and Chris were close like we were good friends and all and uh, 
I banged into Chris, took the ball off him, and he wasn't happy, and he came at me, and he, he tripped me up, and I jumped up, the two was like, sorry, head to head and train, and Michael just said, if you just want to just step aside there, and have a go, have a go, like, we're trying to train here. Although I will say, in training, Mike O'Neill and Jim and Gentleman, they joined in, they were unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, unreal. Yeah, just Did Mike O'Neill outscore Gascoigne in the season at Newcastle? Oh, I'm really sure he did. Yeah. I remember we'd be doing tap pieces and all, and he'd be like, Michael would be like, yeah, put that ball in there and all, and the boys would be doing it, and it wasn't going right, and he'd just get down and stick the ball down. This is where I want that bang and whip it in straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> the pressure going and, even, over the and even the last I'll never forget the, his last training session in charge was before the what was the last European game was it the sports game we had it was the last yeah, one. we trained in Tallinn the day before and I swear to God I'll never forget it as long as I live Kilduff scored an overhead and trained that day but Michael O'Neill right he's Christ I think it could have been Enda Stevens. he Christ Enda Stevens. he dropped the shoulder on another one and then he bent it in top corner outside the box in his right peg and we were like oh nah he used to join in and, and same with Jim Jim would join in he'd just stand there and Jim would just be getting the ball and he'd be just yeah. pinging it about the place like yeah. uh, he never, never lost it anyway that's for sure of a, of a bad stuff for you Dean oh. apologies in advance for this last three Rowers players to miss a penalty at Daily Mount Park. Oh. Harry Kenny, 1990. Ronan Finn, 2013. And you, 2014. Yeah, but well, what isn't too bad about my one is God, the Robbo came straight <laughs> in behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was happy about that. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Robbo got him thinking, oh, he's going to fucking, he's going to shank this over the bar. He yeah. actually put it home. Yeah, he's actually, yeah. Oh, that would have been horrible now if he hadn't scored that. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Sean Callum. Our, our young defender who just signed his first professional contract he asks do you have any regrets about your time at Rovers? Oh, I've none whatsoever I've really? none whatsoever no no none at all Ken what about you again? just probably the way I end up leaving and that at the end I suppose that was kind of a, a bit of a I kind of I thought it was maybe doing the right thing by moving and I maybe just should have bit the bullet and maybe Swallowed me on pride at the you time. Like you jumped it a bit. I probably have maybe. got one regret actually. I could have probably took a career break when I signed back the second time. I could have probably took a career break, took a year off and stayed for the extra year. Maybe that one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dean, the following season you went to Bowles where he scored five goals in 16 <coughs> league appearances. Most notably when he came off the bench to score twice against us in a 3 1 win at Daily Mill. What 3 1 win was that? Was that. What year was that? 2015. 15 was I think we were 1-0 at half time Was that Canadi playing that Marty Waters scores Was that Canadi playing Yeah we well, was very frustrated I think, we were, actually. I think we were unbeaten actually yeah. For a long time I think we were like 20 games unbeaten. Marty had a good record against us Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was very annoyed that day I was trying to prove a point and That's that's where I got the two goals from I was after being playing Every week for Bowers yeah. I was flying Getting man of the match um, It was my sister's wedding that day And I went to my sister's wedding And I told him I said I'm not going to drink I'm going to like come Back after the wedding, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, I want to play the match like. So we went up with all the thoughts in the head that I was, I was playing like because I was flying. Went up, never even said that. We just called the team. I wasn't, wasn't in the team. <laughs> so I was fuming. But I came on. I think, I think I came on for the last twenty minutes or so. Del Pendergast, we got a corner. Del Pendergast got, got a goal. Came back one all, and then I got the two goals and oh, I celebrated. But I think it was more celebrating frustration with yeah, the manager. Yeah, yeah. 
it wasn't like to get at the Rovers because someone threw a bottle at me. Well, it wouldn't be the first yeah, time. I was running past and I actually, I actually put my hand up and said sorry, like yeah. to the Rovers fans, and someone threw a bottle of beer. I remember that now. Did you run by our section? Yeah, yeah, and I you were around yeah, and yeah. I went sorry. <laughs> And sorry, someone's trying to bother I mean, they just yeah. missed me head. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in 2015, can you reunite with Twiggy a part of down? And do you know what? Twiggy's reckon a part of down is excellent as well. Really yeah. is. He's, I think it was like 60 goals maybe, and 50 to 60 goals and over 100 appearances. So he, he did really well. So um, uh, Twiggy still always really. Even when he was that part of down, he always wished he was back at all. Or so he was just. Did he? It was yeah. I was just his family. It was his family. It was, it was a family was situation, wasn't it? Situation that, that that took Twiggy away from Rover. Otherwise, he'd be he'd probably be still here playing. Do you know that kind of way. He was and no one else got again. Yeah, no one else got again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, now it, it was always a, that was a family situation. It had to be because he always talked about rowers and, and you know what I mean. And there was even talk. I think was, I don't know if Trevor was trying to bring him yeah, back or something. Yeah, it was, was yeah. trying to bring You'll him have back. Have to put in a good war for us. Try and get him in. Yeah, We're trying to get him involved in this situation. But um, there's we we still haven't replaced him, and we still oh, we no. haven't played four four two either since. Oh, it's very hard to get. It. Like ah, score, like. But we were talking something we always talk about. On I the don't show. think. I don't think. Twiggy up top on his own to ever suit him. Because she didn't he, get a goal in Europe. Yeah. He never scored he, he in Europe. Never, him, and, him and Nail are quality together. Yeah, he never he always like as a, with Twiggy like don't get me wrong, Twiggy's Twiggy's excellent in the air like for flick on that. But Twiggy doesn't want to get involved in tussles and fights and all. He's mm-hmm. more he just wants to he wants to be around the box. Let someone if he has someone else to do that he'll let your O'Neill's or your Bakers do that. Yeah, and he'll just he'll he'll just worry about getting finding space and and right. getting goals, like you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll have to skip this next question. Well, it's a bad one, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to have to visit you. Um, so, Dean, you, you finished your career at Longford and Bray and Giggsy Hand on Facebook said, ask Dean, does he think he fulfilled his potential in the League of Ireland? No, 100% I don't think I did, no. I think, um, as I've walking, things like that, and then family life, you know, I probably didn't put enough into the football that I should have. Um, if I had, as I said earlier, if I had to do it all again, I'd probably take take time off work. Yeah, I would. I would have given more, you know. Um, and with the injury with the groin held me back a bit as well. But I definitely don't think I would failed. I think I could have scored a lot more goals. But Michael made me into a into a winger. I don't think he's seen a bit pacing me in that. I, I, I thought I was a natural goal scorer, and I think I would have scored a lot more goals. But I never really got got the chance to to do that, you know. Yeah, and. Uh uh, Jason Maloney says Dean wasn't the typical out and out striker he scored but uh, he was always popular and a fan's favourite at clubs he played for what does he feel the reason is for fans opinion of him I think the reason for that is because um, can I tell you I walked my balls off on the pitch and I think people that, see that, that fans love that yeah people they do they, that's they, fans love it yeah. they do they, they when really I, do so when I was going to England everybody was telling me listen get yourself fit and walk your balls off on the pitch People, people say it though you, can, you can't yeah. hold hard work yeah. on the pitch but I'm fancy like they, that your, one of your attributes would be you're tenacious yeah. headers yeah. even though, even when you don't have the ball you're working hard off yeah. like, and then when you have it then you know what I mean you're, you're a sniffer you get going the, 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 the best mean? game I had four overs was against uh, Florent Talon away yeah, 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 yeah and if you look at the stat like I ran twice as much as anyone 
on the pitch that day. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> you done well out there. Oh, we had done well out was, on, the, on the right was, hand side. You were all going out and I was in bed. I doubt that. But even when you did play on the right, you, right. you, you always done, done well. Like, you know what I mean? You always done well. I know it's, it's the hard, it was the hard work, I think, that the fans liked more than me. Bit cheeky as well. Yeah, a bit cheeky. And we sat in relations, it was always over with the fans having the crack. So even though Blanford and Bray and stuff did the yeah, fans take to you there? Yeah, it was going great with everybody Bray to 10 fans up there. <laughs> 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 yeah, being nice, I reckon. Yeah, it going great with, I think with every club I was at, it going great. Like, I going great with Tony Cousins, it didn't last too long up in Longford, but we had Cuzzo in here as well, he's a great lad. Yeah, I think he, he called me a rogue one day, he said, you're a rogue, you could, you could be the top goal scorer in the league, but you're a rogue. So I had to go back and Google what a rogue is. <laughs> <laughs> Happy enough. <laughs> so Dino, at Mox is at the moment, seventh in the table, we were looking at, we were having a chat off air about it. I, I love Lens Senior League, so I keep up the day, but the Crumlin are excellent at the moment. Oh, the flying, we have a few yeah. quid on the win the league, so I'm hoping Beach Boy can, I think you, can think pull you can it collect that. I got them at seven to two, so I'm happy enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, are you enjoying your football at the moment? Yeah, 100% enjoying my football. Sometimes the, the full-time training, oh, I can't tell you, I was a bit of a, an easy when I came to, like, going out to training, you'd be, I'd be kicking balls before we even warmed up, just shooting, shooting, shooting. <laughs> and that's, like, people saying, Dean, did you not have a bad groin injury, you know? <laughs> and I'd be smashing balls, smashing balls. But the, the two there, uh, I only train twice a week now with the, with the is, amateur Is Max as twice, yeah? Twice, twice a week, yeah. and it, it suits me down the ground because I go up, and I can smash balls all and I can feel great. So it, it was just constant hitting balls every day that was killing me. So I'm, yeah, I'm flying at the minute up there and I'm loving it. Is there anyone at the moment? I'm gonna kind of veer off here a bit of a lens of senior league. But was anyone at the moment in the league you think could take a step up? Yeah, well, we were talking earlier about off air about um, is it? I don't know. It was Carl Hoyland? Is it? Uh, Th- Thomas Hoyland he played for Rovers yeah. for a while he plays Jake the... Hoyland no. Jake oh Hoyland. Jake uh, up front he played, Jake for, played for Shells yeah he the number nine drops yeah he, dropped, yeah, he drops in he, deep he, he's a quality left there. footer like we played we played them we were winning 1-0 at half time came out got a free kick didn't came he came out second half and just bossed the whole game like he was brilliant but I, I definitely think he could step back in and play League of Ireland again yeah obviously a great deal last year when you won the league uh, you scored twice, didn't you, in the four 0 win? We yeah, we came in. We came in for the last. I think it was the last eight games for Marcus, and um, he just said to me, "Listen, I need you to score goals." And in fairness to the manager, he said, uh, "It's going to come down to goal difference." Like it was eight games left. I said, "What?" Yeah, we were getting updates at the game. Yeah, it's going to come down to goal difference. I think I scored ten goals or something in eight games, and the two goals. We I think we won with two goals at the, at the end of the, the last game. So that was a great day. That was. <laughs> It's a, it's a fantastic league though, it's keeping me it tied over where the season's off a, for a bit of live football. It's a great league, league. Like if, you look, like if you look at Crumlin now, they give anyone in, in the, the, the uh, what you call it, in the league game, the quality. Oh, I was saying that to someone recently on one of our Rovers WhatsApp groups and they were... Like shells dropping it, they look there around any of them. Like, yeah, I think there. at the moment like if you drew them in the likes of a cup, you would struggle. Maybe well, out on Armour Road anyway. Well, you have been teams over the years, like in the league you know, Finn Harps, yeah. Like I think Sheriff knocked shells out one year, but this team is is better than any of the sheriffs are. Yeah, they're I really mean, good. They're really good. Yeah, and it reminds me the, the, the year I was with Crum, we won everything. I think it's exact same. Yeah, well, you played against, isn't you? Uh, yeah, last season. And yeah, I scored actually. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we put out our nineteens. Yeah. So were you impressed by that our nineteens managed yeah, to mix it with you guys? Like, a, oh, hundred percent. But 
you know, it's hard for us, you know, there's lads, there was lads missing that day with walk and things like that as well. But um, we were expecting to come up and play the first team, but I think he's played... He had a very young team that day. He's played that week mm. and he didn't play, he played the 19s, but they were very good. I think we were just back from Portugal. Yeah, he's definitely one of them being off playing yeah. match or something. And he's played the pre-season friend, uh, tournament. I think we just really played 24 hours already. It was a tournament. Yeah, they were literally yeah. only home. Yeah. I think they were yeah. literally only home, yeah. But Ken, have you been playing a bit of ball, Talco Rovers? We went down there last last season, was down there from say, the start of the season to the Christmas time. I was enjoying it, but then obviously commitments, family commitments and stuff, and then there was a couple of games coming up on Sunday mornings. It was just a half Sunday morning. That's the one thing about the Lens City League that kind of does throw me off. 11 o'clock, 11 and 12 o'clock. I'm not getting to that. Yeah. It, was just, it was just games. killing me with the kids and that, like, you know, having to get them minded to go and play a game. She was working or whatever, so yeah, I was yeah. like, nah, no, I had to. I stepped away, but the, the lads, the lads were excellent. Some of the lads were excellent. They, they could all handle the ball. Like they could all yeah. handle the ball. It's just the the little things that they switched off. It was, it was yeah. obviously organisation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But uh, some good players, <coughs> very good players in the league. Like have to say now. So the a tough question now. You could know it off the top of your head. Best player you've played with against and in with and against in your career. So we'll go with you first, Ken. Best player you've played with and against. Swear to God. Some good players there. Swear to God. I only had this conversation. Like, I could go through loads of yeah. Well, no, rattle them off there. Give us, give us a few opinions. Played with. Like, when I first joined Bowes at the time, there was the likes of Hunty, Crowey. Like, Kevin Hunt, for like, people don't realise, I remember. Hunty, I know he didn't call him. He saw him from Singapore, was it? He, was, was, un- he was unbelievable. He never gave the ball away. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Then when you go up to Derry, Paddy McCart. You know what I mean? Paddy was frightening. You know? yeah. There's so many players you go, even but like talking like there was fats there on your easy key fat, you know. Like, you want to see him at the foils, right? Like, uh, he's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was there's so many players you can go to. Like Joe and Dahl was another one, like, you know what I mean? Joe's ability by fat you, you put it down to one player and you go, who could change a game? Yeah. Joe and Dahl. Joe and Dahl, yeah. Who could change a game if you straight off like yeah Joe? I get I've never seen that like it like in we go play in Europe he just turned it on like literally went up another level. Yeah. Like, it was just could just do that. Could just do it. Paddy as well, Paddy's skill on the ball was like frightening, like and you could yeah, see well, he just you, you could see where he where so he was. Oh he's going. probably in his element in European games, was he? Ah oh, Paddy for me, like you you even that when really he's down at goals, like some you look at you look at all his bleeding goals around the Patrick versus the nearly all goals of the season. Like, look at his look at his highlight reel. It's unbelievable, like, you know. And he go through like at balls and all. And he did it for Celtic as well. He did, he, he outrageous amount of goals. Yeah, he I know. To be fair, there's so many good players. You, know, it'd be very hard to rattle off. Like, you see, it's kind of hard as well because when we say who's the best player you played against, some people would say, "Oh, well, this fella because of his reputation." But let's let's say best player on the day. Do you know what I mean? Like some player just could have had a fantastic game that day. Yeah, yeah. Where people kind of the lines are a little bit blurred. But the best player you played against. Can you think off the top of your head who who just stood out on the day? Oh, who stood out on the day? Jeez, I can't even think of Because there's plenty of big names that you would have played against mm. and he mightn't have played well on yeah, the day, you know? Yeah, it could be Europe, it could be Ireland underage level. Who are you kind of going like, Jesus, he's something else. It's about, you always get the... There's a few players. Like, the only one that made me that made me look bad that day was that golf bloody tweet and he told me inside now and I look yeah. like a right, a right tick. But... Um, I always come up with this. I can't. I, I, off the top of my head, I can't really think who 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 I came up with. What about Jude Best player um, with or against? It's hard to say straight off the top of my head, but Chris Forrester was ridiculous. He could change a game. Yeah. Like no time, you know. And when I went to Pats, 
Oh, he was playing right wing and he was. Yeah, he's only new. He, he only started coming in. Yeah. He was ridiculous. Like he could change the game. Like I'll be honest, that day Rose, that, soon, that, not playing much football. Yeah, but that, that day against Rose was was crazy. What right? he done that day? Two crackers. Um, the, the toughest player I've ever played against uh, was Mac Bright. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, he was, he was tough. He used to play with you. He was he was mad. Like, yeah. Was, like, we'd, we'd kill each other the whole game, and then after the game, he come up, shake hand, love that. That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the clip of him where he makes a tackle. He tackles two players yeah, win, and that. wins the ball. You see, there's another clip going where he tackled his own player and. and, and <laughs> got the ball. Yeah. That's all I'm well, think, Yeah, well, I think the best players are, you, you've got to put down on international level. You, can, you know, they play. Fats would have been one and John though you can realise yeah. where they played at, high, at the highest level like you know what I mean well, like countries like MacPhail you know, like, be MacPhail and training so you could, nice on the ball you couldn't get the ball off and training like you'd be just like boom boom he just, boom like an arm just stroked yeah. it around the rivers on yeah it's crazy any funny moments of football any <laughs> every day to be yeah. funny yeah. moments with Ken yeah. and the car Jesus I'd say Rob Good dress. We had a good dress now, Rob. There was yeah. a really good dress now, I have to say. He's, you wouldn't take away, like, Gar- Gary O'Neill was a quiet fellow, but he was, he was so funny. He was just that. And I played, with his, I played with his brother at the minute as well, and he's like that as well, yeah. dry, but really funny. But yeah. Gary used to give us homework in the car now. <laughs> <laughs> Put a picture up on the phone, I won't say what the picture was. <laughs> but it'd be nice, but anyway, you would say... I want you to beat that. That's just a homework to be there. Come back and show me something else. <laughs> I know, to be fair, it was a good, great dress. I think, to be honest, yeah, Flinney was probably one of the biggest matches going. Like, if people, if people just judge Flinney off the way he played, they'd go, ah, man, he's a bleeding. Mad man. Mad I saw man. one of his uh, well, Longford team rules, team sheets recently about fines. What, what were you to get fined for? Was that like that in the Rose restaurant? Did you get fined for that? And was that real? Oh, uh, yeah, we always, yeah. I had the I had the fines one year. No flip flops. I looked after yeah. the fines one year. We had had a great bleeding Christmas day. We had you the, did, that's with the money. Yeah, I remember that was we done fines that year. That was good. We always had like there was always like stupid Late, fines. Yeah, yeah nah, nah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Well, to be fair. Flinny was probably the biggest match ah, I like. His raps are crazy. Great lad, great lad. I won't get that rap on the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we've got a bit of a message from Bears as well. First we have uh, John Harper. Yes, Ken, did you return your cardigan to Skarsky and Hutch? <laughs> Taking the piss out of your hair. He, he has a whole wardrobe. I must have worn a dodgy cardigan to some, some, some function or something, I don't know. I actually have an idea what he's on about. <laughs> Which um, one, can you? <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of them. <laughs> and Bert Bundrich says, uh, tell Ken I'm sorry about trying to rob his shoe in Temple Bar that night. <laughs> 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 Follows it up with fuck the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Have you ever tried to have your sneakers robbed? Can't remember. I can't remember. Could have, but I can't remember. Uh, John Connolly says, ask Dino, has he still got his Akita dog? Oh yeah, because someone took a picture of me, didn't he? And was in, I put it in the paper like Dean Kelly walking this dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, have, I actually have it because I was having a bit of day one day back back in the house, and uh, one of the lads went out the back, and the thing locked onto his arm. I had to had to get rid of it. Oh yeah, that oh, was a crazy dog. Yeah, the fella asked me for the dog for security to do security. He said, "Yeah, you can have it. Take this dog. Next day, get that dog." <laughs> Uh, Anton Matthews uh, he asked Dean how many tracksuits do you own? many tracksuits? 
He says he every day he sees you wearing a different tracksuit. He'd be able to yeah. make old. Yeah, oh, I have a lot of tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been uh, well. a lot noisier than Ken's jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Ando, Ando's putting the boot in here. He says, "Ask Ken, how did somebody so ordinary win so much?" True, <laughs> true. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Oh, I think, I think, just being putting your head down, hard work. People always say that. I think some people probably think I overachieved, but I think, I think I'd always, I done with. My ability, I, do, I got the most down myself through hard work, and if if there was ever like sacrificing yourself for the team, yeah, no problem, no problem at all. Yeah, it certainly did that. I think does a did you ever hear a split open play for Rovers? Was there was there for oh you bandaged up before? I no, I thought that could have been Sibby that was mm. as well. Like, so. Mm. Yeah, so the uh, the Rovers squad were back in the gym last week, so. First pre-season family has been arranged. It's going to be Lugan on the 12th of January, so we don't know the venue for that one's probably going to be out in uh, Selbridge. It's going to be freezing wherever it is. Yeah. It's, it's early enough pre-season back, isn't it, in the gym? Mm. They were back to the start of December. Yeah, some of them need it, like Finner. No <laughs> <laughs> matter how many weights he does, he just can't get up there, can he? <laughs> uh, Tana Stadium looks, to, looks set for a five million investment in a north stand, so it'll be a 10k seater. I could start work as early as September. We're hearing all sorts about that with new bars being put in function rooms, so it's going to be a, look a nice one. If there's a stand on these four, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. hopefully it'll stop the problem with the wind. The wind was always yeah, a problem. Always. It was really bad wind. Yeah. I think you would have been. Uh, would you? Were you playing in the Forest Derby? Twiggy's one. Were you playing centre half? No, we don't. Tell you. No, it was Bowes Derby. Were you with Bowes Derby? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the the wind took Aiden yeah. Price's. Free long free kick in and Twiggy scored the second goal, two goals and two oh, that's minutes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so no that's one. the win won't be a problem for much longer, I'd say. We had Ali Gilchrist joining Derry, and uh, a few teams are looking at Lukey Bourne, so we don't know where he's going to head up. Damien Duff has left the club to become the Celtic reserve team manager. So, I mean, he was he was all for talking about how, how much we needed. To focus on our own league and then the first sniff of a, of a chance he's gone. <laughs> I think the week before he said he'd swim over there, wouldn't he? To yeah, to yeah, it's, it's a good opportunity. I don't think he could turn it down. So he's do, he's done a lot for us. Yeah, I think I th- I I thought he was hanging about for maybe for the for the job himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think, think so? Yeah, yeah, so? Do you think he was sniffing around yeah, at the first team job? I think. <laughs> Has he got the badges? I'm not too sure. But we, you can, you can uh, that's what Dundalk are doing at the moment. Dundalk are struggling to kind of get someone in with the bat. I think they want Vinnie Pert. But he hasn't But he can't do it. Yeah. I thought so, when Brad was under a bit of pressure there during the season, I thought he'd be the natural yeah. the replacement. Like, if, no. if, if it went that way, but like, you know what I mean? To be fair, at least it's, it's good to see that they're, they're, not, they're not going the way of just getting rid of people. That that's what we were like, for a while. Yeah, we were, yeah, I, I always call them bastard clubs we yeah. who just keep getting rid of fucking nah, you gotta give you gotta give someone a chance like you know what I mean and then th- for them to put their own stamp on the club like yeah. that's, and and that's what we pretty much have for, you have yeah. you played for three different Robert managers in the space of yeah, yeah. it went down it's yeah. not good it's not it? good at all because every manager comes in with his own but you only get you, if you have a, a, a vision of what you're doing like it takes a couple of years if, and you, if you're only getting a couple of months you're never going to live up to expectation no. or whatever like, like realistically any manager that comes in they need they need at least a year to put their stamp on the team the way they want to play that, that's how I feel yeah. if, you, if, you're, if you're already judging a manager after a year I think it's a bit harsh unless it's a total you total at, disaster if you go and manage a club you're going to have to deal with players that are still on a contract that you mightn't want you mightn't rate them you know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. you're so slowly you, trying to get them out yeah. and looking at other players so there's a lot involved yeah, isn't there yeah. 
and we brand the melee was released and this has been uh, met with mixed reactions from our fans and personally I think on his day he's fantastic brand the melee but yeah I thought he was brilliant last 12 to 18 months he mm. hasn't been the same player he was when he lit the league up so I think he's made way for Jack Bourne which is a which is a fantastic signing on paper it's all about getting him playing and, and doing and doing the business on the pitch now from from what I've seen of Jack Bourne he looks stunning but like I said it's he's been hopping around clubs I think for a he's going to be in the Graham Burke mould he's going to be in that role is that where we're going to play I think Brazzer wants him to be our new Graham Burke yeah we're yeah. still struggling for wide players though. that's something that yeah. we've been struggling for yeah. the last while I mentioned wide in the press release he mentioned him being wide it's only because I asked him I asked him like are you looking at him as playing wide and he just basically said you can play a different position yeah now yeah. personally he wants to play him in the middle though. we'd be accommodating him if we put him out wide and that's something that I don't feel like we need yeah. to do what's the point in playing him out wide mm-hmm. I mean he's a central midfielder so do you know as Pats are trying to basically assemble their entire 2016 squad yeah they've, because they've got they've eight feel. players now they've got Barry Murphy Simon Madden Brandon Mealy Killian Brennan James Dona Dean Clark. Mikey Drennan and Gary Shaw. Yeah, just, they'll be wearing hoops as well, watch. Yeah. <laughs> Killian Brennan, I don't think he'll last. I think he'll release him. I don't think Harry Kenny will tolerate. Uh, Ryan Brennan's gone already. Yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. Thomas Bourne is gone. Yeah, He's getting rid of the kind of... the. the, the I course. thought he would have kept Ryan because I was at Bray with Harry and uh, oh, Ryan. Yeah. And Ryan seemed to be... Ryan was doing very well at Bray yeah, under yeah. Harry, so... I found that a strange one and then for Ryan to drop down the league as well I thought it was strange I think Shells are pushing the boat out as well I think Shells are running away next year they did a few quid there yeah, and I think so. they're doing the right things it'd be good to see them back up but we're going to ask the lads for predictions for next year's league table so we'll go with you Ken give us your top four and Dino can be thinking yeah. how's he it's hard to say, isn't it? Because Dundalk, no, no, it's no Stephen Kenny Cork. No, no, yeah. with the players that they still have there, not yet. Dundalk, Cork, Rowers, and then I don't know. How, I don't know what the what the, the outer clubs like. I think I think it'd be that. I think it'd be what you said and Pats. Yeah, yeah. I think Harry Kenny's gonna get them playing. He's played on the area. That's that, 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 I don't know what's 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 up at Derry now with obviously Yamaha. Is he? Do you, who do you replace him with? The old man's uh, there yeah, yeah. I don't think that's yeah, I don't, I, bringing I don't. back someone that I think they got rid of him. I don't think yeah. he just went. Well, he won the cup there with them, in fairness, yeah. and then they brought in Roddy Collins for yeah. some bizarre reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any stories about Roddy Collins when we were at? Oh, I've never even I've played against them once, and that's it. That's the only time I ever met him. And yeah. I was, he, he was given because I've done a bad tackle. He was giving out me when I was getting substituted, and he was giving out me when I was going across, and I just. Shut up the size of your head. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing, and he was having, he was really having a go on me then he was. <laughs> so the fixtures are out on Wednesday, so we have that to look forward to, and uh, we can start booking the away trips. Finn Harps, prof, that's going to be looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's it for today. I want to thank the lads for coming out. It's been a, it's been a, a, a great show, and uh, yeah, thanks, lads. Oh, thanks cool. for coming out, boys, and happy Christmas from Tales from the East End. Fill their stockings with season tickets. And we'll see you in, we don't know what stand we'll see you in next season. Yeah. It could be the East Stand, could be the new stand. We're going to try and stick to the East Stand. We'll see what arrangements the club makes. So uh, happy Christmas and we'll uh, keep on hoping. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for having us.